we're live just like that ba boom how's everyone doing hey what's up how's it going i'm uh i am t will t will in the building <laughs> and uh who else I, we got oh, oh, what, what do you do no i was just saying i'm the uh the host of the pop punk podcast you are the host of the pop punk podcast yes yes and i mean i know it's kind of like in the name but what do you guys talk about? I mean, I know it's not all just pop punk, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we pretty much we talk about like pop punk and uh, you know like bands we like, you know, other music that we like outside of pop punk, and pretty much you know just like kind of stuff like that. Just pretty much we pretty much just keep it in the realm of music, pretty nice. much for the most part. Nice, yeah, that's uh, it, it's cool, man. Um, what made you guys like? Well, let me introduce, uh, we got, now, this is funny, we were talking before the show, my man Ed here knows, uh, knows my padre, and, uh, it's just a, such a small world, and, cause he's like, are you John DiCaprio? And I'm like, well, who wants to know? And, um, you know, I, I don't know, it's just a small world, so we got Ed here, he's, uh, your co-host, correct? Yeah, he is the co-host of the Pop Punk Podcast. So, why don't you tell, what, what do you do, Ed? For a living or on the podcast? On the podcast. So you're co-host. I'm more the co-host or the uh, the comic relief guy. I don't know. I just you have to ask the questions. I talk. You know, I'm just that guy. You know what I mean? You're just that guy. Yeah. Solid man. It's all right, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what uh? What made you guys want to get into uh? What made you want to get into podcasting? Well, I mean, honestly, it's just because I feel like me and him. Like, when we're just, like, talking about music in the first place, like, we already kind of sound like, you know, like, this would make good content for a podcast. And I've been kind of wanting to start a podcast for a while. So I just, I texted him one day. I'm like, yo, you want to just do a podcast? At the time, I was thinking it was just going to be kind of like a one and done type deal. Right. But, uh, and then I was like, yo, why don't we just make this a weekly thing? So that's just kind of where it spurred from. And, um, yeah, I mean, where, like... So this just started the the whole thing, or have you guys done this in the past before? Or? Uh, no, the the pop punk podcast is definitely my first real experience with uh, with podcasting. Um, we've been doing this for like we just finished episode five. It'll be on uh, on YouTube on Tuesday. Sick. Yeah, uh, we've been doing it. I think the first episode because we we stream it live on Twitch. Thursdays at three thirty. Okay. And then we upload it to YouTube Tuesdays at noon. Right. And um, we did the first episode July eleventh, I think, on Twitch. Okay. Which I don't think that was a Thursday. I think that was a Saturday. Yeah, the first two were on Saturday. Yeah, we did the first two on Saturday before we were like, it might be better if we move it to Thursday. Right. Right. Scheduling, uh, I guess, conflicts of schedule or something like that. Yeah, cause like with with the lockdown and everything, like I haven't really been like working. But so I wanted to move it to Thursday before like the podcast kind of gained any traction. That way we didn't lose steam like when, you know, when lockdown ends and, you know, I go back to work and everything because I, I, I DJ weddings. So like, oh, I'd be really? Doing, I'd be doing like working on Saturdays and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. You DJ at weddings. That's sick, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, the content um, that I was checking out, Mario, uh, over there, yeah, dude, that, that was a fun show, man. We were on for like what two hours? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Episode dude. five features him in it, and we yeah, just, like we just that, kept that going. was a blast, dude. Like we, 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 and like you said before, like it's kind of it was kind of just like music in general. I mean, we, we, we talked a little pop punk, but then we were getting into like metal and hardcore stuff too. Like it was cool. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was all over the place, but like I mean that in a good in way. In a good way, yeah, in yeah. A good way, it yeah. had a lot of it spurred a lot of conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. It's uh it's pretty much the same same reason, you know, why why I started this is uh, you know, just to talk about, you know, not only music, but um I guess just what goes, you know, beyond the music and, you know, everything that, you know, it takes to throw a show and you know, the people behind the scenes and, you know, learning what they do, you know. Um, now, both of you guys, you guys are in a band, right? Yeah, I mean, we, at the moment, we're not really doing anything. But yeah, we are, we're both in a band. It's called Knockout Kings. Knockout Kings. Nice, yeah. nice. What do you guys play? I'm the vocalist. Oh, really? Yeah, so uh, I, I sing and then he's the... Yeah, I play the bass guitar. You're on the bass? Yeah. Nice. You know, I can I also... Bass gotta stick together, man. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you know, I play bass, and I also do... Even in the first iteration, I still did a lot of the primary, like, songwriting, I would say, too. Mm-hmm. For the music. Lyrics, I'm terrible at lyrics. And yeah. Melodies, but the music, that's kind of what I do, too. Right, right. Um, that That's sick, man. No, that's all... Yeah, it's crazy, man, how, um, you know, it, it's like we're in this like small little this small little uh whatever fucking quarantine we're in and just all the ideas that you know that comes you know to all of us to starting podcasts to doing music to you know what's next let's start doing animation just ways to keep busy i mean literally it's like you have all this time on your hands it's like no pun intended yeah (laughs) yeah little uh name drop there for us check out the ep um uh (laughs) But yeah, like, dude, you have all this free time. It's like, what are you going to do with it? You you know, you can only watch so much TV. I mean, I can only watch the same 80s action movies, <laughs> you know, so yeah. many times before I'm like, all right, I need something new to do, you know, like. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's funny you mention that because, like, I play a lot of video games. So, like, when, when the quarantine first started, I'm sitting there like, yo, I got all this time. I'm going to max out the battle pass and call of duty, <laughs> you know. I'm going to get to max. And, like, I did. But, yeah, now that's, like, kind of starting to, like get old and it's like you know i still love it i still love playing games but like yeah i definitely the pop uh, the pop punk podcast is definitely a way to kind of like keep me busy yeah i would say yeah for sure it's it's something that i i at least found um you know which is pretty dope um that people in this time i guess it doesn't matter who you are. I guess they're just they're looking for something, and um, you know it's cool that the the response that I've gotten on this on this show specifically, um, and I appreciate you know you guys coming out, um, and I appreciate the guests before, you know. But it, it, it's awesome because it gives people you know that you know are just sitting around and and maybe they don't maybe do because I've I've talked into a couple bands now right and. Some of them are brand new. You know, some bands have literally just started right before quarantine, put out like their first single or what have you, and then done. You know what I mean? Now it's like, now we have to totally change what we know of how to put out music. And now it's got to be like this, what we're doing tonight, dude, preparing for this like crazy stream. Yeah. Yeah. We got a live stream tonight. uh, The uh, Elephant Talk Indie Music Festival. So, guys, check that out. Where are we going? What, 920, right? 920, yeah. But people won't see this till tomorrow morning. So, oh, true. So, but check it out because it'll be, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll throw it up on YouTube, right? Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, it'll it'll be up on YouTube. And there's a lot, there's a lot of other bands too. I'm sure they'll be recording their set too. So, you can probably go back and check those out. Yeah, yeah. No, there has been. So, it's just like uh, being able to adjust on the fly, I guess, per se. 
And, um, you know, de- podcasting definitely is something where, you know, you could do it without a co-host, you could do it with a co-host, you could, you could do it in the likes of how you want to do it. You know what I mean? Where, you know, I mean, when you're in a band, everyone, you got to be with everyone to do it. You know what I mean? So, but, um, so, so you said right now you're kind of not playing music, right? Yeah, no. So, cause what happened was, um, we were, we were recording an EP and, uh, you know, we were trying to get it like we were trying to like, yeah, we recorded a song, but then, uh, we kind of weren't hearing from the rest of the band. Right. So we were like texting and texting, like trying to get the ball rolling. And then, uh, they were just like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and then I started working full time for the last year and a half. And when you work 40 hours a week, especially when I was working nighttime, it's kind of hard to really be in a band and do these fun extracurricular activities. Cause you know, I was off Monday and Tuesdays and it's like, nobody wants to play a show Tuesday night. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, it's a local band struggle. It's like, and then, you know, when you're 40 hours a week, you're just tired emotionally and mentally that sometimes when you're not done work, you just want to sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of a struggle. Cause that's kind of been pushing our comeback back or comeback back in time for a little bit. Put, because, yeah. you know, I just been busy with work and then you go through these droughts where you just don't want to do anything. Cause you're, you're tired, man. That's just the way of life is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I get tired quickly. Well, look at all the, look at you all know? the extra work you got to put in. If you're a local band, you got a full-time job. Then you have to come home, switch gears, you know, rehearse an entire set. If you have a show coming up or a live stream in this case, you know, like it's a lot of work. I mean, it's tiring. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah, then, like, and then some of these bands, you know, obviously before the COVID and everything, but like they're on tour. Like that's a lot when you're touring, you get a full time job, you're like putting in PTO at your job. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it, it's a lot. I mean, people don't realize what goes into that, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's definitely a lot, especially now. Um, you know, if you want to stay, I guess uh, I don't want to say relevant, but if you if you still want to put out good content and as opposed to just putting out music, it's like what else can you do, you know? And you have to, you have to be able to stay creative, but you got to be able to still work to make money to be able to stay creative on your you know extracurricular activities. So I it's just interesting this whole this whole quarantine has just. It's very interesting to me because you get to see a lot of people start doing things that they, you know, maybe always wanted to do but never had the chance to do. And now this gives them that opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I mean, so you you were kind of talking about you had a song coming out uh, or you recorded a song, right? Yeah, so we recorded a song. We actually... Um we ended up shelving it because it was uh, a pretty mean-spirited song about our old, old guitars from the original lineup of Ledger. And uh, he has since, unfortunately, passed away. So we kind of um, don't want to, like, be disrespectful to somebody right. that's, you know, that's not here anymore. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know if we're going to shelve the song entirely or if we're just going to kind of scrap the lyrics. Yeah. But, I yeah, I, th- I think that, that demo is probably never going to see the light of that. Definitely yeah. respect that, though, man. That's, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we had two Absolutely, songs. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had we had two songs. The second one we didn't get to record yet, but well, probably not now. But uh <laughs> we had two songs that were about him and yeah, we had some uh pretty strong opinions about him, so they weren't exactly nice songs. Right. And we just don't want to be like, you know, disrespectful with all yeah, that. And, you know. It was a long time ago. You kind of it's in the past, you know. Yeah. There's no point of staying mad all the time. 
Yeah, man, that's that's another big thing. It's like you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm it a shows bit, growth. It shows growth. It shows, yeah. it shows growth, right? And then also too, it's like you know, holding. It's that's why I don't like holding resentments. If someone you know does something or whatever, because because you, you never know, you know, type of deal, you know. So, um, but that's cool. So what? So what's the? Uh, what is I guess your guys's plan? on the music side of everything, like pushing forward. Is that like the prominent thing or is like the podcasting, is that going to be the new um, thing that you guys want to do? Well, I'd say like going forth, I'd like to kind of keep them both like hand in hand, you know, like do the podcast and get the the band back rolling. So, I mean, we, we have a, 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 whatchamacallit, a a Craigslist ad out for, uh, for people to see if anybody wants to try and join. Yeah, and uh, and then yeah, once we get the the full band back together, we want to start like practicing. I was telling him I want to actually. Um, I mean, now like with with the quarantine, like it it seems like a shoo-in, but like even like when quarantine's done, I'd like to try and get in the uh, the habit of doing maybe like weekly shows streamed to Twitch. Yeah, man. Well, they're real prominent now, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm not on Twitch. Explain if people aren't on Twitch. Explain to me what Twitch is. Okay, yeah. So Twitch is uh, it's a it's a website where people do live streams, and it's uh, most of it is games, which uh, I I streamed a lot of games on Twitch as well. But uh, like, there's so much creative stuff in there. Like, there's a whole section of for just chatting, where mm-hmm. people just like kind of hang out and talk to their chat. And then there's a whole like music section for people that want to get like creative and play like music and stuff. And then there's uh, the talk shows and podcast section, which is where we do our podcast uh, on Thursdays. No shit. Yeah, and it's 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 crazy. I think Twitch, like, cause Twitch kind of blew up like with Ninja. Right. But I think, um, yeah, just like still like the Twitch, the service has gotten so big in the past few years that I really think there's just a lot of cool stuff you can do on there. Like, like, you know, like we've streamed our shows before to Twitch. Like, you know, just when we have a gig that night, like we'll kind of like put our phone up somewhere and then kind of like stream it. But yeah, like I said, like when we get the, the ball rolling again, I, I think like, you know, weekly, weekly shows on, you know, just on Twitch of just like us playing like our set and everything would be kind of like a, a fun like fresh idea and it'll kind of it'll give us like it'll kind of give us uh and you know an excuse to keep playing the music and not like get rusty yeah right right yeah man twitch is uh twitch is dope dude i don't know um i i don't know if you guys seen uh i mean obviously you guys know mike shinoda right from yeah. lincoln park mm-hmm. so i don't know if you've seen his live streams during twitch I haven't, but I have seen, uh, I, I've seen, I know like a few people, like I know Fred Durst has streamed, uh, Matt Shadows from Event Sevenfold has streamed. What were they streaming though? I, well, Fred Durst, I actually, I don't think I've ever caught his live stream, but I remember, uh, so in my channel, we have a little shout out command where, uh, you shout somebody out and it'll, it'll like show, it'll give a link to their channel and show like the last thing that they streamed. Right. So we did it once. We shouted out Fred Durst as a joke and it said, uh. It said that the last game he was playing was Pac-Man, so oh, I no. so I think he was streaming Pac-Man. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, it's Pac-Man of all games too, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I know like M Shadows. I know he streams like M Shadows. I, I don't know if he streams on the regular. I think it might have been more of a promotional thing, but I know he was right. streaming like Call of Duty. 
Right. That makes that makes sense for them because don't they have the, the like music with Call of Duty? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, sense. they're they're like so like ingrained into Black Ops that uh, that's why I think I think it was a promotional thing for Black Ops, but nonetheless, right. I know he was streaming. Yeah. The thing Mike Shinoda was doing, I I wanted to touch on is, uh, dude, it's it's super dope because what he was doing, he has a crazy obviously home studio where it, it it's like a professional studio. I say home studio, but it's like a professional studio in his house. Um, and, uh, so he would just go live on Twitch and, um, you know, he, I guess he would take, um, fan requests from, I guess the, the, the comment screen or whatever. So he would take fan requests of what kind of song he wants to build. So let's say someone has like eighties rock, nineties pop, and I don't know, throw out another genre. So he would have to mix all those songs like the the genres up and make that a song and then he would do it live stream that live mix it you know everything like that sample all the sounds dude it was really fucking it was pretty cool it was really cool um yeah twitch is something i'm not on so it's uh yeah it seems like it has blown up you know i always thought it was just for game like gamers yeah and you know a lot of people think that and i mean like i don't blame anybody that thinks that because that's what they promote the most like all their biggest streamers like you know like ninja dr disrespect uh i don't know if shroud's bad i think shroud might have moved to youtube but i know like all like their big streamers they're all like gamers right so like i don't blame anybody that thinks it's just for games but there is like so like if you go like deep into twitch there's so much creative stuff yeah that's out there yeah well, yep. ju- ju- yeah, got to. Yeah, I just say like you have uh, like artists that just stream them like uh, making art. Like I know there's a lot of like emo art and emotes is like when people subscribe to your channel, they get these little like yeah like little like emoji type things called emotes. And each streamer like you know when when they hit affiliate or partner or whatever, like they get their own like specific emotes that they can put in. So like you know when when you want to get that emote made, you can commission emo artists. And there's a bunch of emo artists out there that'll stream them making like the emotes for people and yeah it's it's a it's a crazy like like whole like untapped like world dude we're gonna have to look into twitch think about it it's only gonna get bigger i mean especially right now i mean everything's digital everything's like streaming is the way right now so it's like that might be an avenue we gotta look into yeah, we might have to just look at Broaden the horizons a little bit, you know? Might as well, dude. Can't what? hurt, dude. What's a few extra people, you know what I mean? What? Dude, why Broaden not? the man? audience. Exactly, yeah. And I, I would say, like, in, in the age of, like, you know, Twitch and, like, YouTube Live and everything, like, I think that's actually really cool for bands because it, it you get a whole audience that, like, otherwise would have never, like, seen your Senior music. Shit, yeah. right. Like, right. I know, uh, like, I have friends from, like, when I was, you know, streaming games and stuff on Twitch, like, I have friends from, like, Britain, Australia, like, people all over the world that I would have never known if I didn't, like, hit that go live button. <laughs> what's, your, what's your game of choice? I, I've been kind of all over the place. I started out playing uh, Black Ops 3, mm-hmm. and then uh, I switched over to The Sims for a little bit, which actually was like it was pretty wild because uh most of the most of the sim streamers they're like usually like nice and sweet and then you got me and like my vulgar self like making sim like my the goal for my sim was to like bang as many girl sims as possible and so like i i feel like with that though because i remember i was like i was i was i was pretty successful on on the sims and i think that that's why it's because i brought something a little different to the table right and then after that i was kind of all over the place with games before I took my little hiatus, I was kind of back on Call of Duty. I was playing the the Warzone. Right. 
Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been kind of sick. I've been kind of all over the place, but I would say my main main game would probably be Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, Call of Duty's the shit, dude. Now for for you, bud. Um, yeah. Are you are you on Twitch? Are you gaming it up? I mean, or? I'm not on Twitch, but I do play a crap ton of video games. It's pretty much what I do every weekend or just for a little bit after work. I pretty much play like five times out of the week. I play games. Right. But I'm mostly like a single player. I play a lot of Japanese role-playing games and a lot of mostly just RPGs. I'm not really on the multiplayer shooter wave. Right. He, he's what they call a weeb. No, I'm playing <laughs> Persona 5, Final Fantasies, you know, stuff like that. What's a weeb? So, all right, so weeb, that's just like, it's kind of just like a, a meme, like what they call uh, people who are like really into like Japanese games and anime and stuff. So I just, I just like to tease them. Like, honestly, like it, it's cool. You know, you like what you like. I just like to tease them a yeah, little bit. But I have clout though, because I was, I actually, you know, was dating Japanese women. So at least I'm like in oh, the culture, snap. you know what I mean? So it's not like I'm just some freaking weirdo with his body pillow. I'm with the real thing. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. Real. Dude, you got some freaking ground. They call, they call me Eddie. Chan at that household. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then, um, yeah, man. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a crazy thing. I mean, just just the world of, of streaming and what you're able to do, and like, I don't. It, it blows my mind. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but you know, preparing for this live stream tonight. So I, we were talking about this last night, and um, to capture a sound, right? Um, of what we hear in the room and to emulate that and to throw it back out so what people can hear on the other side, it's like, it's crazy. And then it, it, just, just the whole streaming concept, like whoever, I wonder who came up with streaming. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's would probably be a good fucking... Yeah, like just, yeah, just kind of like the concept of the, streaming in general. Yeah, well, yeah. just like from, just, well, because it, it gives people... You know, if you're not on like Fox News or anything like that, and you can't be on TV, it gives people your own their own voice. channel, your own voice, right? So it's it's just crazy in that aspect. And then you know, from a gaming side of it too, it's like you know you're pulling people in on what you know you're playing at you know at home. You know what I mean? And people get to watch that. And if you're good, then you know you get paid for it, which is crazy, dude. You know, because I used to get like. Dude, I was a huge Halo 2 gamer back in the day. Original Xbox, OG. Oh, Halo's oh, one of my I favorites. Used play, I used to play it with my friend all the time, dude. Yeah, Halo 2? Every weekend, that's all we do is play Halo. Yeah, man. Yeah, Halo's one of my favorites. Like, yeah, like Call of Duty. Like, I, I play Call of Duty, but, like, Halo's, Halo's always going to be my favorite. See, Halo, to me, yes, it is always my favorite. Call of Duty now would be my favorite, but, like, Halo kind of fell off after, like, three-ish, yeah. maybe. Um, cause Halo Two was bonkers, dude. I don't know if you guys, you know, if you played it and did like any of the glitches or the mods or anything like oh, that. The super bounces, super bounces, dude. I, yes, I knew it, I knew it, bro. So yeah, man, Halo Two definitely uh, was my game of choice. Um, I don't know where I was going with that point though. I don't know, but all I know is that Halo Two was like the very first like mainstream online shooter that everybody could do you know it's the very first console mainstream shooter i was just talking to, to a dude at work about this yeah like i feel like you know halo 2 is what really brought console online gaming to the mainstream right like that's what got everybody into it and it was king for a solid four or five years until they just dropped off in like 2009 2010 when called when cod duty modern warfare 2 dropped yeah 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 i definitely think a lot of that is they just i don't know they they tried too hard to to keep it relevant 
Me and him were actually talking about this a little bit on the podcast because mm-hmm. we were comparing it to Blink-182. Because, uh, like, yeah, like, Mark Hompus, he's trying everything to keep Blink, like, relevant. He's trying to add in, like, all this pop stuff. And I think if he's not careful and he tries too much, it's going to end up like Halo. Because with Halo, they just changed too much that it didn't feel like Halo anymore. Right. Like, Halo 4, they tried so hard to make it Call of Duty that right. it didn't feel like Halo. And then Halo 5, they tried so hard to make it feel like Destiny. That it didn't feel like Halo. Did you yeah. guys, speaking of Blink, did you guys get a chance to check out the new song, Quarantine? It sucks. Did it drop? <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It did drop? I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Out, right? yesterday. Yeah, it's... I, it sucks. So it's like, it, it sounds to me like... I didn't check it out. It, it's them trying to go back to like a more punk sound. Right. But it's like, it's it sounds like they're like trying to be no effects or they're trying to be like Bad Religion or like Elfspring, you know what I mean? Like, it's... It's more skate punk than it is like Blink's like pop punk sound. Yeah, but, but I damn, mean, I, wish I like it, was... it for what it is. Uh, I like it for what it is, and like, I mean, is it is it a perfect song? No, no. Ed's over here ready to like, <laughs> dude. What are you talking about? This is <laughs> terrible, dude. He's like, oh, he's, like he's like, I'm he's like, he's like nodding me off camera. Like, I'm just dude. waiting to go off. Yeah, I'm man. just like, take, take the floor, brother. Take, what do you take, think? Take the floor. What's your we're, thoughts? I would well, time out before I get. I give you the floor. Oh, thank you. He took off his hat. He's ready to go <laughs> yeah, in. He, he threw down <laughs> the gauntlet, dude. Win. He's like, but I wish I would have heard. The, I'm about to like listen to this song. while you? No, I can't do that. It's only two minutes, so I mean, it's short. I mean, you can probably you can go in the other room and just listen to it real quick. I wish I would have checked the song. Wow, again, you got the, shit. Why You're does right. the song, in your opinion, why does it suck? Okay, well, here's if you heard the Blink One Eight Two podcast, this is I have very strong opinions about the whole kind of post Tom DeLonge Blink. But here's my problem with this quarantine song, okay? And my problem with Blink in general, it's like they release these poppy songs, and just to kind of spite people, say, hey, we're still punk rockers. They drop the most punkish, skate punkish song possible. While just abandoning their pop punk route, just because more coppers wants to show people, I'm not really a sellout guy. See, I still like punk rock. I don't need seven songwriters to write this song. Yeah, you know what's the f- yeah, oh, God, uh, no, no, I just wanted to say real quick, like, yeah, it's pretty much my issue with it too. Is it? It's either pop or punk with post Tom Blink they try too hard. Yeah, it, it can never be both when that's kind of like that. That's what made them so good in the first place. Was like, yeah, okay, like I see, I see articles saying like they're returning to their Dude Ranch skate punk roots, and like, yeah, Dude Ranch was kind of like a skate punk album, but it was, you know, it was, it still had the pop melodies, you know, it's still, it, it was still pop punk. It was just a product of its time. It was that '90s pop punk where it right. still had that skate flavor to it. Yeah, until yeah. Blink reinvented it in '99 to it's, where it's more pop. Being charismatic, I, not charismatic. I'm kind of stupid, but <laughs> no, I, but I, 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 but you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I, I know exactly. What I mean, you it's mean. tough Butters because in the stream, uh, comes he, uh, yeah, he's a fan of Blink 182. Hey, buddy. Well, it's tough though, because like, okay, so you know, Matt Skiba joins the band. You're thinking like, all right, Alkaline Trio, like he's gonna bring that kind of flavor. I'm like, cool. This could, if if you're gonna pick anybody to replace Tom DeLonge, this is a good choice, right? And I'm waiting to hear, like you said, like a return to form kind of sound, like. And, you know, the guy from Goldfinger is the one producing the album. And you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be great. And it's just like, it's it's very safe. It's very polished. It's kind of poppy. And I'm like, all right, it's not my thing. But then what frustrates me most, and kind of the same thing, Ed, you were saying with Quarantine, is it's like, they're going so hard to show, like, hey, we got the, you know, we still have our punk roots, like this. But they're the shortest songs on the record. I mean, think about, like, even mm-hmm. with, with the last two records, like, 
the best songs were like what a minute and a half, two minutes. Like, yeah. the one was a joke song. Yeah, like, not even that. Yeah, yeah. like Bohemian Rhapsody. It's I call a, that. It's the, great and like built this yeah. pool. Like they're great and it's uh-huh. like built this pool. Yeah. But they're like sh- the shortest song on the record. And it's but, like yeah. why can't yeah. you give me like ten or twelve tracks of that? I would love this album. But those got? joke songs are so forced though, because in 2016, you know, they're trying to get back to like see everybody. Tom was the reason why you didn't really like us the last 15 years. So they write these joke songs to show like. John Felm was probably like, you know, in 1999, these kids loved when he made Family Reunion and Dog in the Ass. Let's make a song about guys in a pool. The kids will love that. It's, it's not natural. It's not like organic. Yeah. See, but it's all forced. Bullshit. Fuck more. It makes me, it made me. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 You heard Dropping it here heaters. first. You heard it here first. He just hit the nuke button. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, in case you guys couldn't tell, Ed has some very strong well, opinions you know what? About you know what it made me realize, tech. though? Like, it made me realize that as much as I'll look, I'm always going to love Blink-182. They're the reason why I like pop punk. They're the reason why, you know, we all do what we do here. Like, yes. they're, they're, they're yes. you listen to that and you're like, dude, this is what got me into this stuff. But it's like. Blink-182 and Green Day is the reason why I am in a band live streaming tonight. Absolutely. But I'm with you. But that, my first album was American Idiot, so I'm with you. Like, that's the first album I ever owned. So yeah. I'm with you on that. But like. Mine was Enema. But, there you go. Yeah. But. My point is, like, I think over the past, you know, well, whenever Tom left, it's been about four or five years at this point. I mean, so it made me realize, like, and especially, like, listening to, like, what he's doing now and, like, what he's been doing with Angels and Airwaves and, like, all this stuff. It's like, I think I'm actually a Tom fan. Like, I think I was a Tom Tom (laughs) fan. Tom Tom is what made everything work and everything he touches, I enjoy, like. Boxcar Racer is great. Like, the Angels and Airways stuff's great. Like, and it, you know, I realized, like, okay, maybe it was more of being a Tom fan than it was being a Blink fan, but, like, I'm always going to love Blink. Don't get me wrong. Like, Mark and Travis, you know. But, see, that's where you got to That's where you got to take Tom, and, yes, you're a Tom fan, and as am I, right? You got to enjoy same. both. Like, but, I try to yeah, enjoy both for got, what they are. You got to yeah. enjoy all three. Because they all, all, all three of them bring point. a dip. Because, like... Even with plus forty four, plus forty four was dope. They were you know? great. Sure, right. yeah, that, that yeah, that was a great album. That's why I they put out. New, I loved it. That's why I thought the new Blink was going to be phenomenal because I thought plus forty four was the best. Yeah, you kind of looked at it like, Yeah, right. I, I looked at it the same way. Where I'm like, all right, they're just basically going back to being plus forty four, and now you have Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio. You're and thinking like, damn, this is going to be dude. This is a per- like if anybody's going to replace Tom, that's the move, and it's just like. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because you're you're mirroring my exact thought process. Like when when Tom left, I'm saying I'm like, yeah, fuck Tom. We don't need Tom. Like he he's the one that was holding Blink back. And then California comes out and it's like really safe. And, and you're thinking going, like, I'm like, all right, you know, you know, it's got to be safe because it's a right. whole new Blink. You know, there's Matt Skiba, John Feldman. You, you got to go safe first. Right. To let, you don't want to alienate too many people. And you're sitting safe. crying in the corner of your room going, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, yeah. And then and I think what really, what really kind of ruined California for me was um, Goldfinger's album, The Knife. Oh yeah, because that that the knife How came so? out. So the knife came out like about a year after California, 
And the songs on there sound exactly like the songs on California. Like the the I well, guess yeah, that goes back to Feldman producing the record. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. Feldman he's a very hands on producer. And again, I I have no ill will towards Feldman. He's just a man no, that's chasing dude, his I bag. I love Goldfinger. I always yeah, love Goldfinger. He's a man chasing his bag. I respect it. But uh, yeah, no, like the songs on the knife they either sound like they're Blink leftovers or like the Blink songs were Goldfinger leftovers. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. I mean, yeah. and if you listen to like, I, I wouldn't five be surprised if they were. I You're mean, good. think about it. I mean, I'm sure Feldman was probably helping Mark and Travis write them songs. Oh, absolutely. He's written uh, every single Blink song except for I think one of them. After he joined on as their producer, he's had a hand yeah. in writing. Yeah, so that would actually make sense. That's a good point, T. Yeah, that would definitely yeah. make sense. And if you listen to the Five Seconds of Summer album that Feldman produced in like 2017, I think it was. It just, it sounds. It, just like Goldfinger, it just sounds like Blink California. Like it all sounds like it's a factory. It's a Feldman factory, right? And that's like my issue with Blink is like, don't get me wrong, I don't have you don't have like pains change. They don't have to cater to my taste. I don't want to sound like an elitist or like a baby, but like when you have that much money, you don't need seven songwriters. That's my issue with the new Blink. They have seven songwriters on Generational Divide, a forty-five second song with the same lyric repeating. It's like. What that, are you doing? That's my favorite song. I'd probably say like because it's just oh on one the new the, record. Yeah, yeah. I, just I a, like that one too. It's quick. I actually like that record better than California too. It, yeah, me too. I I'd have it to better. agree. I'd have to agree. On I, that. It was a st- it was at least in the post Tom Blink. It was a step up from the last one. Yeah, I'd have to agree on that. Um, yeah, man, it, it's just crazy. Um, I mean, what? I don't know how one person really can uh you know make or break you know the sound of something i think my theory is is maybe not so much tom was the mastermind but more tom was kind of the one holding blink back from going like full like all right let's become pop let's get john feldman as our producer you know maybe that's what tom like maybe that's what tom you know foresaw i guess is that a word foresaw well you can hear it in neighborhoods i mean that was that's where like he wanted to go he wanted to go in that angels and airwaves direction and that's why they recorded it in two different studios i mean it's disjointed for that reason it's they were all the cracks were already starting to show at that point right Mm -hmm. right but blink sells no matter what Oh, and yeah. I actually like that album. It's got some cool stuff on that one, too. I actually really enjoy it. It's underrated. I think it's yeah. underrated. Neighborhoods, for me, has been uh, vindicated it's, a it, little bit. It grew on me a lot <laughs> yeah. over yeah. the years. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it when it came out, but there's a lot of songs on that album that I actually really like. Like, Natives is probably a top ten Blink song. Yes. I like Wishing Well. That's good, too. Wishing Well. Yeah. Uh, what's the song? Hearts All Gone is another Hearts really good one. Hearts All Gone, great song. MH4. Something that's like my Ghost on the Dance Floor, I think, is the other one. That's my favorite I like that one, too. Also yeah. enjoyed This Is Home, I think it's called. This Is Home? Yeah, it's something with Home or some bullshit. Yeah, I think it's like the last song on the uh, album. Yeah. Uh, on Neighborhoods. I don't know. I forget. But yeah, um, John, we talked about this last episode. That was actually, what, wasn't that your favorite one? What? One of your favorite records that they put uh, out? Oh, Neighborhoods. Neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neighborhoods and then the, the way they went into it uh, right after Dogs Eating Dogs. It, it was just like a perfect thing. And then, you know, Tom, I think that's underrated too. That, yeah. That Cause like that was yeah. like going into their, like kind of what their new sound was going to be. And then Tom leaves. And then obviously, you know, you know, we get have, we have now, yeah, yeah, we have, what we have now, but, um, no, I mean, I, I was just watching something on Tom today. He had did like a, uh, like an Instagram, like interview with somebody. I forget who the dude was that he did it with, but, um, he did like this Instagram live interview and, um, 
you know, it's just, it's crazy, man. Like, I I don't know now if I'm more of an Angels and Airwaves fan and, and, and a Tom fan. Like, I'll tell you one thing. Leaving this interview, leaving this podcast, I'm that's gonna be like a huge freaking question in my head. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, man. Like, I was mean, I ever well, a Blink you, fan? Well, have you listened to the New Angels and Airwaves? Like it's stuff that like, it's, it's, it's love better it. than Blink. Yeah, I love it. I, I never thought I'd see and, the day where like the New yeah. Angels and Airwaves and is better like, than the New. And Blink. their record's been taking a while to come out. I mean, they're still tracking. I saw they were tracking bass like recently, and like they're still doing stuff in the studio. But it's like it's been worth the wait, man. Like it's, it's good great, stuff. Man. Rebel what you great. what yeah, you guys think on the uh the 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 single that they uh they dropped it was about like two weeks ago and now at this point it was like all that I forget what the song title is I want to say it's like something all all we need is love or something like that I think or, it's all you need is love I think is I think was what it was called right yeah and I liked it's my angels anyways yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. I have to check that yeah, out. yeah I actually don't think I heard that one yet yeah. I did hear I heard I heard the other singles they put out Rebel Girl Rebel Girl, Kiss Rebel Girl. yeah yeah, yeah. They're, Really good. The catchy as hell, man. And like the music videos are shot really well. And like, right. Tom's, you know, with that whole like to the stars media thing he's got going on oh, now. Like, I, I just want, I don't want to cut you off. I just want to say real quick if you guys want to hear what California would have sounded like if Tom didn't leave Blink, he has a solo album called like to the stars. Oh, dude. And d- dude, yeah. there's a couple of songs that dude. sound like they were like, Literally just like Blink B sides. Yeah, that there, he, that, really. Dude, yeah. yeah, there's a few songs and like, that sound really and like they good, sound yeah. like 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 classic Blink B sides. Yeah. Not like yeah, like they would have fit probably on like the Untitled album or like even before that maybe. But like or the self titled. Sorry, the, yeah, 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 the self titled. Yeah, there's a song on there called Golden Showers in the Golden State. It's just that's like, the most Blink it's just song. Traditional on there, Blink when some we go on YouTube and it's like, what if this song was written in style of classic Blink? It would sound like just like that song. It has a that catchy, slimy Blink Tom dick humor, <laughs> and what? like I feel like that could have been like a California joke song because it's about called Golden Showers in the Golden State, so it's about California. So you know, like, right. I feel like. That yeah, might have the, been a California song that he was writing. That yeah, the that whole end of the it. song, he's saying like, "This is California," and we fucking California. And then he wants to, it. it the, the lyrics are very, very. Uh, they're very alarming when you're in your mid forties. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's about pooping on <laughs> your chest. Tom can get away with that. Yeah, he's, yeah it's he's really, young. <laughs> it sounds way less forced than like "Built This Pool," right? Or, like anything off of California. Well, yeah, I'd have to check that. What's it called? Uh, so the album is called "To the Stars." And uh, the just Tom DeLong. Yeah, it's yeah. a solo record. Yeah, yeah, it's just Tom DeLong. Yeah, right. and just uh, yeah, I think my, cuts. my two favorites are "Endless Summer" and that "Golden Showers" and the "Golden State" song. I have to check this shit out, man. This is crazy. Yeah, it came out like five years ago. I know. I never heard about. <laughs> There's this. There's your uh, pre-stream playlist now while you're chilling at home. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I got a bunch of shit to do after after this. But yeah, uh, me too, man. I gotta. I gotta run in a grocery shop. I gotta take the dogs out. Gotta do adult stuff yeah. before we get to make a bunch of noise and act like children. <laughs> act like fucking buffoons on the yeah. live stream. I gotta oh, watch the Braves man. today. What's gotta, up? I'm gonna be watching the Braves game tonight. The Braves? Yeah, of course. Oh, man. Well, I mean, my hat. I mean, oh, this guy. Secret. Oh, man. You're yeah. a Braves fan, bro? Uh,. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh, it's boy. permanent. All right. So for people who are just listening, yeah, he just whipped out an Atlanta Braves tattoo on his leg. Your dad didn't tell you this, man. I mean, that's that's crazy, man. <laughs> I'm kind of uh kind of shocked right now. What do we do, Mario? Oh man. I mean, I have the hat on. What do you think I just wear? Oh, see, I, I yeah, see, I, see, I, I wear, like, see, I haven't said anything because I I kind of like 
I kind of snooped around a little bit on social media and I saw the Braves post. It's just the only thing I post. And I just, and I just, and I just shook my head and I was like, oh man, do we bring it up tomorrow when we talk to him? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was like, I'm about to roast him for an hour. You know? uh, roast him. Back to back division champs, baby. So get, get yeah, out of here. Honestly, with the honestly, champ like, shit. I hate get the hell out of here with that shit. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, it's, it's. See, all right. Look, if he was, if he was a Dallas Cowboys fan, oh, well, he wouldn't be on the show. He oh no, he would show. be on the show. We'd have fun with it. We'd have fun. With we'd it. have, a, we'd have a good time. With right. It. Right. So, um, I mean, look, for us as Phillies fans, our bullpen is a mess. <laughs> Every year, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just we. Every so, fucking year. So I mean, I, I guess I can't say too much on the baseball front for us, but like, yeah, if it was like, if it was like a Dallas Cowboys or like a Pittsburgh Penguins situation, or Penguins, yeah, yeah, like there'd be a problem. There'd be a huge issue right now. But it's Braves. Even if it was a Mets, I'd be like, uh. But it's just the Braves. I can yeah, honestly, I hate the Mets more than the Braves. Yeah, to be honest with you, I actually, you know what? I, I actually was like a Chipper Jones fan. I was uh, I like the Braves. Yeah, I like John picture, Schmoltz, uh, Maddox, Maddox, yeah, Glavin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, all those guys. I'm actually maybe I'm a Braves fan now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I became no, a Braves fan because of Chipper Jones. What are you doing, dude? You're poisoning our show. No, I'm just kidding. Philly <laughs> it's all Philly, day, It's baby. a Philly sports show. Yo, uh, but you guys won't see this. Um, fuck. Well, never mind. I can't even announce. So you'll see some cool merch. Uh, just check the video that's going to be, I guess it would be after this. Yeah, it'd be, no, it'd be before this video. So check the video out that we're going to drop because I have some cool merch. One little merch thing <laughs> yeah yeah I, I did get to see it so i know i know it's uh it's definitely worth uh you know checking the tune out in factor. it's worth tuning in for absolutely <laughs> it's uh it's it's pretty cool it's unique it's definitely uh yeah man yeah it's definitely something so um so ed man so let me ask you you play bass yes sir you are a bass player now any guitar work yeah i i, I mean like i'm very like I guess cr- crude on the guitar per se, for lack of a better term. Like I'm raw. Like, like I know what I'm playing. Like I know like how to play like rhythm chords. I'm not very good at noodling or slimy stuff because, like I right. said with bass, like once I learned how to play Newfound Glory and Blink on the bass, I kind of just said I don't need any more shit. Right. Same with the guitars. Like once I learned how to play Save Today, I'm like oh, this is good enough. This is good enough. So I write most of my songs on guitar. Like I have a Squire Tom DeLonge signature hey. Stratocaster. Nice. Yeah, so I'm mean, obviously the Stratocaster for the Squire wouldn't be the Epiphone one. Right. But yeah, so that's pretty much what I do when I write songs. I pretty much, when I try to write a song, I write mostly like the verse, the chorus, the pre chorus, kind of like the base of the song per se, like the basses, like the structure. And I kind of send it off to whoever's playing guitar who's more technically skilled to write a lead. Like I tell them, like, this is what I want the lead to sound like. I mean, it sounds like this, but I can't actually play it, so. Right. Right, but you know, so like that's usually what I do when I try to write songs. Like I try to write just with the premise and the base of the song per se. So, do you own an acoustic guitar? No, the jeans? only I no, I got the uh, the Tom DeLonge Strat, and I also have another Fender made in Mexico Strat too. Because what I was gonna say is, man, since we were, we were talking about Twitch a little bit, um, is that you guys could stream your music over Twitch. You know what I'm saying? If you're the vocalist, he's got a guitar. All you need is the rhythm guitar, yeah. you know, playing some chords, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, I don't think I, I, I asked you guys this, but what uh, what kind of music would you classify your guys' music as? Uh, definitely pop punk. Yeah, pop punk. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I would say 
we we try to like vary like within the genre. Mm-hmm. Like we try to like we'll try and write something that's maybe like a little more like easy core or maybe something that's a little more just like straightforward. And uh, for the people that don't know, Easy Core, it was like that kind of like four years strong, like late 2000s type stuff where it kind of had like... Love that el- shit. Yeah, elements of like hardcore in it. Yeah. Yeah, so like every once in a while we'll, like put, we'll try and write something like that. We'll try and write something that just sounds like, you know, like Blink or like the starting line or something like that. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely pop punk is yeah. what I would call us. Pop punk. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And now, th- th- was this... The song that you guys were going to go do, was this the first time you guys... Had ever recorded anything, or have you guys had music in the past out? I was in bands in the past in high school, and we recorded like an EP back in like 2012, 2013. It was a band called For All of This. Oh, you're right, right. Yeah, the band, you know, Cloverdale, I just broke up, was pretty much three or four of those members in that band were in that band For All of This. It was pretty much them minus me and the vocalist. Right, right. So, fuck me, I guess. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, I definitely recorded before with Pete Adams. If you ever heard of the band Never Kept slash Count to Four? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he had a home yeah. studio in Barrington. He lived right around the block from me, so we would record with him and stuff. That's sick. And I recorded uh, the band that we are in, the first iteration of the lineup. We recorded an EP also with him, but none of, nobody in the band could sing, so we never, like, we released it on, like, SoundCloud It, and I kind of deleted it, all remnants of that album because I'm embarrassed by it because I can't sing. The other guy couldn't sing. It was a mess. We recorded yeah. it in, like, three days. It was that, But that's what kind of, like, Sound SoundCloud's, like, kind of for that, I feel like. It's, like, for your, like, just for whatever kind of songs, you know what I mean? It's, like, if they're... For better or for worse, you know, it's just like content. Yeah, I mean, I use mine. I have like folders of just scratch tracks and demos. I mean, that's SoundCloud is a good. I mean, it's a good tool to have for streaming. Like, if you were you know drop your album on there, but like, I find I use it more for like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I said, it's a real cool cool feature on uh, the program. One of the programs that I use, uh, Studio One. Um, they uh right after you're done recording your song like if you're demoing a track or whatever like that right after you're done you can uh literally just upload it right to soundcloud it mixes and masters it for you where you don't have to do it and then it just throws it right up on soundcloud on your profile it's pre- it's actually pretty cool so um yeah man um but i i, I don't know um the the uh the music side of everything, I don't know how that's it's gonna look. We, we we've been talking about this a lot, you know. And um, would you guys feel like, you know, that could be a possibility where you know you would stream possibly to, you know, Twitch or do any kind of performances? You guys in that like field right now or? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. Wh- I'm always like texting him with like ways that I think we can kind of like keep relevant, especially like now with lockdown and everything. And I'd absolutely be down for some Twitch shows. Yeah. 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 I just love playing music, man. It doesn't really matter when or where. I mean, you told me, Hey, you want to tour it? I'll be like, yeah. Hey, uh, I know you're not my boss anymore, but Mr. DiCaprio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get my uniforms. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it just brings me back to my to, to, to my well, my question earlier it was just like you know because you guys have the podcast and, and and that's working and that's you know it, it's it's a great show man I, I checked out the couple episodes oh, that you guys have you. up on YouTube thank yeah you very no, much did you watch the Blink sure. 22 episode is that the new one no that was about I think 
three episodes ago. Yeah, it was episode three. Episode three, and I go uh, pretty angry video game nerd rant on that sucker. So if you ever want, oh, I love his channel. Wait, is this all on YouTube? That now it's on YouTube now. Yeah, Yeah. every episode except for the newest one because the newest one is coming out on Tuesday. Okay, so they're all on YouTube. Yeah, all of them. All all four episodes that we've done before have been on YouTube. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, I think I'd seen. I, I believe I've seen the first three, I believe. Oh, the third one was a Blink episode. So. The third one was a Blink yeah, episode? Yeah. Okay, okay. Then I did see it, yeah. Yeah, I know. I watched the first two, and then I did the one with you guys. I'm going to go back and check that one out for sure. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Man. Yeah, I go pretty angry video game nerd. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's 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 fun. For anybody that gets that reference, it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, how... Good. Well, that was pretty much what I was doing when I was talking about Blink-22, but just, like, up to 10, because, like, I'm not the guest. Like, I was just pretty much just going off about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was man. that was really his episode. He was just ranting. Yeah, <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, so how 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 do you guys rec- how do you go about like recording your podcasts and everything like that? So we just do audio only at the moment. I mean, in the future, I definitely like looking into upgrading and doing like video streams and everything. But right now, it's just audio only. Um, and we do that because. You know, my, my setup is just, it's just like my bedroom. So we don't really have, like, the setup wouldn't look good if he, like, came over for us to do it in person for, like, video. So we just kind of do it, like, just over Discord. And okay. uh, for those that don't know what Discord is, Discord is, like, a, it's pretty much like a online, like, chat room type deal. But there's, there's voice chat, too. So that's how we do it. We talk over uh, voice chat. And uh, and then I just go on OBS. I hit the start streaming button, and then we just pretty much talk for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, about music, or sometimes we just go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like we just start talking about like movies or American Psycho, yeah, or just random video yeah, games. We did episode four was like all about Tony Hawk. Yeah. That, I, okay. Yeah. I seen the the title one. I wanted to watch that, but I I dude, I have just so much to set up. For it's just it's crazy, but um, yeah, man, uh, you guys have to look into. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Anchor at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so my, I upload everything to YouTube, the video side of it, but the audio side of it, Anchor is like DistroKid, but DistroKid you have to pay, and then they distribute your music and and so on and so forth. Whereas Anchor, it's f- completely 100% free, and all you do is you upload your audio file, and I think they distribute it through discord don't quote me on that though but you upload it to anchor upload your episode and then they throw it on spotify apple music fucking google podcast everywhere so um yeah and and, you know i'm always about branching out and and you know trying to find new you know different ways so that's definitely something you know yeah that's definitely definitely something i want to look into as well because like yeah i that's my goal is i want to build up this podcast and everything and like you know we have like the twitch and the youtube but i'd love to get it on like you know like i I use spotify every single day right so i'd love to get it out there on like spotify and like apple music so that people who don't really want to go on youtube because one thing i really don't like about youtube is you have to have like if you're watching on mobile you have to have youtube like active for you to be able to hear the video and it kind of sucks especially with you know like since the podcast is audio only like people can't just kind of like exit out and just kind of have it on in the background while they're maybe like browsing twitter or you know just doing whatever they're doing 
So I would love to get it out there on like Spotify where you can listen to it in the background. Exactly, dude. So yeah, thank man. you. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in my notes. I'm gonna look at that when I get home. Yeah, man. And and they they even go as far as uh, giving you they they sponsor your episodes. So like however many people listen to it, you throw in a little sponsorship uh, segment in there. Like you do a pre-recorded sponsorship thing. You throw it. You you can or you don't. You don't have to. But if you do, you can accumulate money. Um, from it it's actually really it's really cool the the whole thing they got going um so yeah definitely check that it's just anchor type in anchor for podcasts and it's on there it's it's really cool um yeah we have something to look into yes i agree yeah for sure um now just because i've watched your show and i'm going to uh gonna kind of coin it from your show but um what's what's been the music you guys have been listening to lately (laughs) So, uh, so like I, I'm, I mostly listen to pop punk. I do have other stuff that I listen to. Like, uh, I know he's gonna roast me. I really love Nine Inch Nails, and I also really like like Def Leppard, mm-hmm. and just that's a weird, that's a weird combo. <laughs> Def I know Leppard, Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I, I know it, 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 it's uh, like just all anything that's like fun. And upbeat. So, like, pop punk, that's obviously my favorite. I also really, I, 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 I get a kick out of new metal because it's also, like, a lot of it's fun and upbeat. And uh, I love crunk music, like Lil John, like 303, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Wow, so you're all over the spectrum. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty all over the place. Like, I definitely, like, my favorite is definitely pop punk. Like, most of the songs in, like, my Spotify year-end playlist is always, like, pop punk. Mm. But, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to anything that's, like, fun. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well, I'm listening to recently or just in general? I guess, what do you listen to the most recently? Well, obviously, I listen to pop punk the most. It's really kind of the only thing I really listen to. Right. I mean, of course, I, I branch out. I'm a big fan of Enter Shikari. Well, I have no idea you what that know, is. You don't know who Enter Shikari is? Oh, no. you never uh, heard of Enter Shikari? Oh, uh, no. they're crazy, man. They've been t- around for a while. Uh-uh. Yeah, they've been around since like. Yeah, their first album dropped in 07. They're a they're a metalcore band with like EDM. They got like electronic elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like okay. it's pretty wild stuff. I mean, each other album like different because I know like their last two albums are more like they sound like the Killers, mm-hmm. which is weird. But like their last, like their second, third, and fourth album are like it's insane, man. It's like breakdowns, but then you have, like a bass drop. It's like wah wah wah. That's probably yeah. sick. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's like great. a metalcore breakdown Yo, you, and an EDM John, breakdown John, it's all, at the it's, same it's, time. You would like it, John. Yeah, yeah, it's wild shit, man. I went to one of their concerts. I didn't know if I wanted to dance or punch a small girl in the face it's, it was that crazy man but you know my favorite band of all time is newfound glory for sure nice. like they've been my favorite band since like sixth seventh grade yeah and i've seen them like 14 15 times wow yeah and you know, you know that's, how, that's how i do things you know <laughs> uh, but you know pop punk you know blink Wing two obviously i like you yeah know, saves the day starline rufio midtown alistair we can have an entire three-hour podcast just the bands i listen oh, to. oh yeah like I, I go that deep that deep rabbit like the drive-thru records era bands are my favorite drive-thru rec dude you remember that oh well i got a drive-thru God, records dude. hoodie i'd be wearing it right now if it wasn't Hot out. Like the early November and shit. We dude. were out in the oh music video, me God. and him were. Yeah, yo, me and him were actually in an early November music video. How? Yeah, so, wait, stop. Yeah, hold on, time out. How did this happen? Hold on. The early November was a band back in like the early 2000s, you mm-hmm. know, drive through records, you know, like like an originator from like this scene. So yeah. like, how, how did this come about? All right, so uh, their newest album, they were doing a music video shoot for their song Ave Maria. 
And uh, they were doing it. And where was I want to say it was the Marlinton High School football field. If you're going 38, like near like exit 42 on 295, like it's around there, they're having us like a football team shoot, and we were in it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, they just had like it was just like an open invitation, like come just wear blue or maroon. So mm. we we went, and uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. It was a really fun day. Um, yeah, our, it was very hot. So I have a funny story about that. So. I didn't know going in that it was set on a football field. So when they said wear blue or maroon, I wore my blue button down shirt. Cause you know, like with that, like old school emo music, like, yeah, you know, like that, they, they all wear like the yeah, button. It's the look. Like, it's the look. It, it fits yeah. the aesthetic. That's so. what like ace wore too all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. like I wore the blue button down and then we get there <laughs> and it's a football field. Everybody's wearing like t-shirts and shorts. I told you it was at the football field. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that going in though. I didn't know that until we were already in the car. What do you think they do at a football field? <laughs> well, I didn't know that until we were on our way there. I sent you the screenshot of the Instagram post. You said, said it was at Marlton High School. You said nothing about the football field. Oh, okay, well my bad. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But so you like, made it in the video regardless. Yeah, 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 exactly. Still no, yeah. yeah, like it, it's a funny story. I'm not like mad or anything. It's just a funny story. It <laughs> sounds like you're a bit mad, but we'll, we'll just sweep that one under the rug. Yeah, yeah, no, well, I, it was hot. I'm not gonna lie, it was very hot because it was August. Oh, <laughs> yeah, um, Damn, but yeah, yeah, no. So like, yeah, so I, I, I'm just pretending for the sake of the video. I'm uh, Ace Enders' dad, and I just got off work to watch him play in the big game. That that's oh that like, was your like like B roll like thing like you were actually his dad in the no, video no no oh, I'm just I'm just the, that's how I'm picturing it in my head that's the reason okay. for me wearing he's the black okay okay he's justified yeah okay. it's a per, pretty perverse video that like a bunch of mid thirty guys are on a high school football team <laughs> pretty but it's it's pretty it was a fun day yeah though. and it is funny too because like the the members on the football team that aren't in the band are like actually teenagers and then you got <laughs> oh, the early gosh. November and they're like. Early to mid thirties, right? Yeah, and four, just, pushing forty at this. Just point. also on the team. Yeah, with like tattoos and like hand tattoos. Oh yeah, this is a six foot six is a good high school senior right there. Full grown beard, arm tattoos. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah so like all jokes aside, like that was a really fun day, and yeah. uh, it was really cool getting to meet everybody. Like everybody was like so nice. There was this one guy, Randy, who yeah. was in a he was in a band. Like we we speak, we in, speak sounds in sounds. Yeah, I remember like me and him were talking a little bit, and he, he was like, "Dude, I like love your energy. You were like super cool." Yeah, that dude was funny as hell. Yeah, I was. I was Shout uh, out to Randy from the early November music video shoot. Yeah, yeah. I think his name is speaking and, sounds, and and, and yeah. his dad, Randy Senior, who was the coach. In the music video. <laughs> yeah. It was good stuff, man. It was a fun day. I dropped out of uh, repairman school early for that. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> shout out to freaking repairman school, man. Yes, shout out to New Jersey Transit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hated that shit. Yeah, this is great, man. Um, nah, boys. I mean, dude, you, you guys have a lot of good shit, uh, you know, sur- surrounding yourselves right now. I mean... Like I said, dude, with with podcasting, I mean, what's what's been like? I guess uh, I mean, I mean, it's kind of it's relatively new. It's only a couple episodes in, so it's you know it's, as well as this. But it's like, what's one thing you found like the most challenging to work around, or has everything just been you know we click and we're good? I think honestly, the the most challenging thing is probably because like you know pop punk, like that's not exactly a genre where something new happens every day. So I think yeah. the, the the most challenging thing is probably just trying to find new topics each week. 
Right. Yeah. But uh, so far, I think we've kind of found our groove a little bit. Like we kind of we've kind of gone into like having a main topic that we kind of just like branch off of throughout the podcast. Right. Like uh, like episode three was Blink. Episode four was Tony Hawk. Episode five was him being the guest. Right. So right. I, I think we, we found a way to kind of, you know, keep things fresh each week. I think my biggest challenge with everything is like, uh, for one, you know, if you're not really 100% knowledgeable or rehearsed in a subject, you kind of have to BS it a bit. And yeah. It's also kind of nervous having like dead air or my yeah. biggest thing is actually a, uh, the first few episodes I did this a lot, like, I didn't know when to talk. Like I would overspeak somebody. Like he'd be talking. I'd be like, "Oh, wait a minute." Yeah, right. You know? right. I mean, like I got, that's like my biggest problem was just like keeping the flow well, and I have a bunch of overvoicing lap, overlapping voices, and I also have a speech impediment too, so I stutter a lot. So you know, I misspeak a lot too. That's also challenging. Yeah, that that can <laughs> kind of get in the way, I guess, for anybody. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, man. Um, it it, it it's crazy because it's uh, you know, something that you just touched on. Now I'm drawing a blank. You just talked about dead air, and that's all I. Well, here I'm I mean, I'll about. chime in then. Uh, like <laughs> chime in on that. Just for, so from being a guest on these guys' show, that's and then and then co-hosting with you now a few episodes, like I've gotten both perspectives. Where like, you know, I mean, these guys, we can sit and have a normal. I mean, we can all sit and have a normal conversation. But then when you're doing it in front of a camera with microphones, subconsciously it kind of makes you like act a little different, talk a little different. But then after a few episodes, you kind of get past all that, and it's just like what we're doing now. You're just talking. Yeah, just and bullshitting. Yeah, you're just bullshitting. And, like, it really gave me both perspectives because, like, I told those guys, like, this is cool. I get to put, like, my, my guest hat on. Like, I don't have to, like, you know, try to help curate, like, responses and, like, you know, guide a conversation in a certain direction. I can let these guys do that, and I can just, you know, say whatever and keep talking. So, like, it was cool. But, like, yeah, I mean, the, the more you do it, I mean, you just kind of get comfortable, you know? Yeah. It's all about reps and, and anything you do. Um, and the, and <clears throat> that's why I'm I'm real interested to, see, like I said in the beginning, I'm, I'm just real interested to see where, you know, people, you know, they don't have to necessarily be musicians or whatever. They could just, you know, be an average person working wherever. You know, I don't want to name a specific company or god forbid but New Jersey Transit yeah you know we'll <laughs> say whatever but like no i mean it, it's just cool to see where people are going to go with uh you know content and everything like that that's that's been my whole thing cuz it was like right in the beginning of this whole quarantine thing um it was either you know cuz we were you know Mario we were lined up we were already in the studio recording this album yeah luckily EP. we got that in like right before everything got bad and right so got we got that done we were in the we were already in that process which was cool because now the quarantine happened and we were in the studio so it was like all right there's probably not going to be a live shows for maybe 2 months but we'll be back in the summer and what have you but then um as time moved on you know you started realizing that that wasn't going to be the case you know so it was like all right we're in the studio now should i just start investing everything into a live sound or a great, you know, studio sound, podcast, you know, whatever. Because when, you, you know, you have a certain kind of setup, you know, you're able to kind of do whatever. You yeah, know, I mean, you we had this talk with your drums. Do. Like, like right, exactly. What, what to invest more right now, getting, you know, you know, upgrading your drum kit or upgrading, you know, a home studio setup. And it's like, well, I mean, that kit you have now is perfect for what we're doing here. And like, you know, this whole studio setup, it's it was the best move because now, you know, while you're home, instead of, 
you know, sitting there and kind of just not doing anything. Now you're, you're home. You can demo your own tracks at home. You can, you know, you get, you can get like live, you know, like live edits of your set lists and like, you can, you know, we're podcasting, like you can do all these things. And it was, you know, it was ended up being the right move. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, I was living out in California for like two years out in LA. And, um, as soon as I got home, that was the first thing I bought was because I didn't have I had none of this like none of this at all so the first thing I bought when I got home was an electric drum set and um, I don't know if it was because subconsciously I knew like I was probably gonna eventually get a studio and I knew it was just like I've owned studios before so I knew that was like easier to record with with electric drums but you know this was back in like October November Win by two wasn't even back again. You know, we weren't even playing. Yeah, at that I mean, point. honestly, me, me, Nick, and Alex were kind of doing something. You guys else. were. Yeah. We were, yeah. Like I would say, like December. Mm-hmm. We, were, I mean, Nick had a couple of songs that actually ended up being fleshed out and put on the EP that he came with to me with with Alex. And you know, back then we were jamming. Then you came home and everything came together. But yeah, yeah, like we weren't even. Yeah, Win by two really wasn't even a thing at that point. Right. It was just. It kind of became a. A lucky, you know, storm, perfect storm. Yeah. Of like you coming home and then, you know, the three of us already starting to work on something that just clicked. Right. Yeah. Everything was already there. Um, Yeah, man. But it's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, tune in. Obviously, I mean, watch the video because obviously we're going to be going live tonight. But by the time everyone sees this and hears this, it will be Sunday. So... Make sure to uh, you know check our uh, live stream set out. Um, should 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 come out pretty well, I think. Yeah, I'm excited. Should come man. out pretty well. Um, and then, uh, have you guys seen any of um, the new? Uh, what's it? Isn't Tony Hawk coming out with a new freaking game too? Yeah, the Tony Hawk uh, One Plus Two remaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have that pre-ordered. I'm excited. When's that supposed to drop? September fourth, I think. Oh, so in like three weeks. Yeah. Now, yeah. now is like the soundtracks the same, or are they? So they they switch it up a little bit. Like there's still like like Superman's on there, when Worlds Collide's on there, Gorilla Radio's on there. So like all all the like all like the big songs. So it's like a best of, and then they kind of put some yeah, newer and then stuff they put, on there. They put some new okay. songs on there. Like they got the Atari's is on there, which is cool. I really like the Atari song that's on there. It's called All Souls Day. Uh, Less Than Jake has a song on there, one of their newer songs. Uh, it's called Bomb Drop, and it's actually probably one of my favorite Less Than Jake songs. So I, I, I really like a lot of the new yeah, songs they, that they, they put on, on there. What, Tony Hawk, I think three or four? Yeah, yeah, all my best friends are metalheads. <laughs> yeah. I think that was yeah, Tony Hawk four, song. right? Yeah, that was four, yeah. Just a little fun fact about that song. First time I heard that song was in the Digimon movie. Digimon made a freaking movie. Yeah, they had yeah, a yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh yeah, no, they did. Yeah, I'm, yeah, they had a I'm lot of pop punk. That was probably like 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's why I first Forgot heard that about song. Digimon. Wow. I think it was in like the. It was. I think the end credits actually. I think. I never saw the movie. I just know it has a good soundtrack because I went on Wikipedia. Yeah. Show off and other pop punk bands. It's pretty good stuff. I yeah. think it was the end credits, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But I do. That's why I first heard that, and then I heard the song again in Tony Hawk. I'm like, oh, I know this song. Yeah. It's in Digimon. But yeah, I mean, like I was talking to you guys on your show. Like Tony Hawk really was like, as far as like this kind of stuff, like pop punk, skate punk, and even like metal too, like rock and metal. Like it really got me into that stuff. With like, like I told you guys before on the show, like. You know, growing up, my parents, you know, being, you know, really into, like, 80s rock and metal and, like, 70s stuff and 90s stuff. Like, 
I got that from them, and then like the more, you know, the stuff from like our generation really came from playing Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah and like you know all those all those bands. I mean like bands Tony like, Hawk, Dave Mira. Yeah, um, I mean it's all the old Madden Kelly games Slater. had shit like that too. Mad- dude, Madden had like Cartel in that. Um, dude, they had Madden. Had they had Fall Boy, yeah, Event Sevenfold. Yeah. I think it was like 2003. It was just all like Gob. And like yeah. Trouble yeah. Charger, dude. Yeah. That, NHL um, 2002. Yeah, it all had Gob, Trouble Charger, and Sun. That were like the only big. Oh, yeah. Dude, you guys yeah. are the only t- two people I've ever talked to that listen to Gob. I, besides that was, me, that was like, my favorite band in like sixth grade. Th- this, yeah, that's they're awesome. Number one, dude. On my MySpace top. That, they're really, under, they're really underrated. <laughs> and, like, they're not well known around here. I think they're Canadian, right? Yeah, they're, they're from Vancouver. They're amazing, dude. They're really yeah. cool. Yeah, they're like my like first like favorite non-mainstream like pop punk band. I first heard them in Madden 04 with a Give Up the Grudge. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Like, you guys literally are the only two people I've talked yeah, to. Yeah, Gob, Trouble no Charger. Charger. That's like, I used to Trouble love... Trouble Charger, too. I used to love the Canadian pop punk scene back in the day. <laughs> it was a random thing. Gob, Trouble Charger, Simple Plan, Some 41 Reset. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. yeah, but like, you know, then I just kind of became more of a Floridian pop punk boy with, you know, Newfound, uh, Further Scenes Forever, Glass... Fuck man, fair because glass eater or glass jaw, they're all they're all like Cuban too. It's crazy, and uh, you know yeah, I like the Floridian pop punk scene a lot. Where do you guys see all of you guys? This is a question for the room. Where do you guys see the pop punk genre going in the next five years? I guess we'll go around the horn here. I right, so uh, I I actually have I I'm pretty opinionated on this. So I actually think pop punk is kind of heading towards a revival. Because if you ever notice, like, these revivals, they tend to go in, like, 20s. Like, the 2000s had, like, the 80s hair metal revival. And then the 2010s kind of had the return of, like, real emo. And I say that in finger quotes because, like, you know, whenever you listen to, like, Hawthorne Heights, there's always, like, that one old head, like, that's not real emo. Go listen to Rites of Spring. (laughs) But, like, real emo kind of made a little bit of a comeback in the 2010s and, like, the 90s alternative rock, for better or for worse. And then next up is uh, is pop punk, and I already think it's kind of starting a little bit, like with uh, Machine Gun Kelly, who yes. just put out his uh, pop punk song recently. Yes. And then uh, there's a band called If I Die First, mm. and it's a bunch of emo rappers, along with members of I think from first to last, that put oh, out wow. uh, they put out a, uh, an EP, and it just it just sounds like 2006, like MySpace, like post hardcore and emo. Right. That's exactly what it sounds like. And then just emo rap in general. Uh, I was saying, yeah, that's huge. I I, I was saying this to him the other day. I was a hater, but I have completely come around because it really is the kind of evolution of like pop punk and emo. Right. It's it's just it's just over a hip hop beat instead of power chords and 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 like drums. Yep. Exactly, dude. You hit it on the freaking head with that emo rap. Like when I first heard it, I was kind. I was like, yo, why are these like all these guys are like. They, I can't under, really stand what they're saying. They're using autotune. But then I really like took a step back and then like really like kind of, I guess, listened to it for what it was. And I was like, oh, this is like pop punk, but just with a beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like emo rap, whatever, you know? Yeah. It's and even, crazy. even like within, like I know Juice World put out like a yeah. pretty much straightforward pop punk song. It's called Man of the Year and it's really yeah. good. Yeah. I really like yeah. it. Funny with Juice World because his favorite bands he said growing up were like Blink and Escape from right. Faith. They're like yeah. his two of his top yeah. five favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost like that's that's this generation's Blink. Like think about it. I mean, those bands back then, like at this point, that sound isn't necessarily, uh, for lack of a better term, relevant. I guess or like 
you know, the style that's popular now. I mean, a lot of the pop punk bands now are definitely a little bit more on the popular side of it, more than the punk side yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and again, like, like the, the emo rappers and all like that stuff now, like in this, like that SoundCloud rappers era we're in now, it's like, that's this generation's version of those bands. Like, I feel like, so it's pop punk is a genre. It's tough because like I said, there's a spectrum. You're either more punk or you're more pop. I mean, there's bands that are like four years strong that have a little bit, you know, chunkier sound with their riffs and stuff. And then there's like, you know, bands like, I don't know, like State Champs or something like we talked about before on our, on your guys' show. Like, they have like, there's like a broad spectrum of it where it's like, you know, it's, it's not a, it's hard to like, you know, really describe what it is because it's a bunch, the, the genre itself is a bunch there's of different things. There's just so things. much. It's not, yeah. you know, it's, a big rap it's not, you know, one thing. Like, you know, you listen to like, thrash metal, for example, that's, that's a genre that all those bands, there's a style to it. And like, you know, like that kind of thing. But like pop punk, it's just, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's all over the place in a good way. I yeah. Can, I can tell you five different bands that all sound different, but they're all pop punk. Though, exactly. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You have like the descendants or screeching weasel. Then you have like five things of summer blink and like four years strong. They're all very different sounding bands, but they're all at the premise and base. They're all pop punk bands categorized, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And yeah, just like the different, like, I guess it would be just a different offshoot. I, I guess it would just be sub sub genres. Like, right. Like, right. Like the offshoot sub genre. Yeah. I mean, you got skate punk, easy core. You got easy core. You got, right. you, got you know, neon, yeah. which is, you know, like the power like, pop. Yeah. Like, like that the, kind of stuff. Like there's all kinds of different sub genres where it's like, it's really like, it's hard to like really say like, you know, because that's like with John, we have this conversation all the time with Boom by Two. It's like, we have pop punk elements, but then we have alternative elements. We have, you know, a couple of riffs that maybe sound like an easy core song or something like that, where it's like a little heavier. Like, so, yeah. So what yeah. you guys are saying, though, is like kind of, I guess what I want to say is like, you know, it's I don't like classifying anything anymore as like one like all right, so you hear a band, right? Unless their whole EP or whole record, um, like sounds I don't know, like like Enema of the State. Like that had Unless like, they're one, wearing like dicky shorts and like long socks yeah. and vans and yeah. a baggy T shirt. It's <laughs> yeah. That's with what spiked I'm saying. up hair. It's not you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that's my look now. I mean I'm kinda like dressed <laughs> like that. Yeah, right. And like but like yeah, so like, so my point is, is like, every song, I mean, it, I, I mean, I guess I don't know. I, I, I don't want to speak for for us, but for like every song isn't because they put out a pop punk song, quote unquote. That that doesn't make them pop punk, or that doesn't make you know what I mean. Like, yes, it's a it's a genre and all that and what have you, but I think uh, categorizing it. Well, I feel like you like know what I mean. Like the term pop punk has become this like bad like this negative right, term that, that's like, what i mean yeah because like you know you'll talk to somebody that maybe doesn't listen to pop punk and like like we had this issue where like it's like oh you know nice blink 182 cover band well it's like well first of yeah. all dude you, you 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 know have you really listened to this song because like we're not really doing anything that sounds like blink like yeah. there's you can you can hear maybe like the dna of like those bands in our songs but like you know what we're doing is something different like and it's, you know, that just shows that you're not really in tune with it. You know what I right. mean? And like, not really and, listening. And, right. And it, yeah. and it, and it's, it's not a negative term. I mean, pop punk's a fun genre. It's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, and it's, I mean, and like we said before, it's, 
It, so it, it many was different things. Yeah, you know? it, it, it was top forty for a little bit. I mean, so, sure. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know. And like, I, th- I think that actually probably is where a lot of the hate, like within the scene, comes from, is because it, it was top I mean, forty music tour era, bit, like, like you know, where like, like, yeah, like, as that went on, people got kind of that became. People that is kind of like a parody of itself almost. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's also, you know, like, you know, within the scene, like the scene seems to have a very like anti-success mentality yeah. where like, you know, like because like, you know, Newfound Glory was in like American Pie and like Blink-182 was like physically in American Pie, yeah. like the band members, yeah. right. but, you know, they're like, oh, well, they're posers. They're not real punk. But, and, like, look, but yeah. like, look at that. That movie like is like Legendary. the epitome of like what. <laughs> that early pop punk sound was it was just a fun like party party yeah, yeah. like i mean uh, i don't know it's 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 tough because uh, like it's not a negative term i mean it's it's no it's it, it, that way yeah it, it it that that's what i'm saying like i don't like to just be classified as oh you're just that you know what i mean it's right. like there's there's rock at the end of the day we're a rock band like right you guys are in a right. rock band like there's diff like pop punks and an offshoot of rock music. Like right. it's it comes down to I mean labels are you know and genre labeling's just it's it's a sticky situation sometimes. So that leaves that leaves us with you, Ed. Where do you where do you see uh, the the future the pop, of pop punk? The future of pop punk. I'm a bit more uh, I'm a bit more skeptical and a bit more cynic than the other two who are relatively optimistic. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of like I see pop punk going forward just like literally just being like a scene genre like it's just gonna be i feel like the biggest bands are gonna be nowadays unless they're like manufactured like five cents of the summer is like a manufactured band as i call them right i just see them i think they're only gonna peak out at like the tlas and electric factory tours and i feel like it's kind of almost like with like hair metal where it's like only the bands are gonna get like mainstream huge were bands that were already big when the genre was big it's like def leppard will always sell out like the BB&T. Right, like Molly Crew will Molly always, Crew will always sell out. Yeah, that comes and out that over saturation too. Right. Like Blink will always sell out. Like I don't really think Blink's making pop punk big again. Right, but I like, just think they're just they're But like Newfound Glory yeah. and like those bands, they're already established. They'll yeah. you know some forty one, like those bands aren't going anywhere. It just yeah, comes down to oversaturation what? of it, the it, genre. It, like it, kind of what happened in the eighties with hair metal. And it's kind of funny that you bring up the the hair metal comparison because like there's still plenty of hair metal bands that sell out like stadiums, like you know Def Leppard, Guns um, and Molly Roses, Crew, Poison, yeah. Bon Jovi. But like with pop yeah. punk, I feel like the only stadium band really, really is like Blink, and I think like Green Day. Green and I, Day. I guess you can count Fall Out Boy, but Fall, Fall Out Boy, Boy, like they haven't really been pop punk <clears throat> since like 2005. They're more right. of a pop band now. Yeah, yeah same they, with Pink and yeah. the Disco. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Panic at this. But, they, but Brandon Urie's just like a pop star at this point. It just yeah. happened that his first album yeah, was a full-out boy ripoff. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it just comes down to like the oversaturation of the genre. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, and that happens with a lot of scenes. Like you know, you'll bands get popular in a genre, and then you get the the bands that are the quote-unquote copycat bands. All the coattails of that. And then, yeah. and then it becomes you know watered down to the point where it's like this, you know. It's, it just becomes style over substance, and it's like, you know, it fades to into you know into existence. You know, like yeah, man, or fades from existence. Or those bands either change yeah. their genre. Yeah, and then you and then you have to reinvent yourself, and then people go, oh well, now you're playing pop music. It's like, where's you know? Once I want to eat. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we touched on this a little I bit. I got to pay my bills. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, we touched on a little of this on, on, on the Pop Punk podcast, too. It's like, yeah, that the, the scene has a very, like, anti-success mentality where if you do try to do something that's a little more accessible, like, you know, like, to the masses, like, you're selling out. And right. then you're, all of a sudden, you're either a poser or just a terrible person. Right. Because yeah. you right. want to be successful. But nobody wants to hear the same album ten times in right. a row. Though. Exactly. Like, like right. one of my favorite bands is Bowling for Soup. Mm. And I no disrespect to them. Like, it, it's working or they wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, we, but saw, like, we saw Bowling for Soup together. Remember that was Yeah, fun. yeah, exactly. We saw them, I think, yeah. at Warped Tour. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but if you have one album, you kind of have them all. Right. Like, they... Every album after Drunk Enough to Dance, which is their 2002 album, it had uh, Girl of the Bad Guys one on it. It wasn't the one that had 1985 on it. That was the album after. But if you have Drunk Enough to Dance, you have pretty much their entire discography. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I mean, they still get to put out albums every, like, two to three years, so it must be working. But, like, I don't know. Like, I don't listen to the new albums like I do with, like, you know, like, Drunk Enough to Dance or a Hangover You Don't Deserve. Right, Or, right. you know, the Great Burrito Extortion Case, which is, I think, their three big albums. Yeah, that's from those six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. like, I don't know, like... That's a music problem in general, though, too, because, like, okay, so, like, think of, like, the, the biggest bands in the world, like a band, like, I don't know, like Metallica. Yeah. Like, they put out a new album. Like, you're going to check it out. Like, somebody like me that's, like, a hardcore fan will check that out. But, like... You're going to go, oh, well, well, I got my Master of Puppets record. I don't need this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a problem with, it, and it's a problem with like the local scene where it's like you can be a band working your ass off, writing great music, promoting yourself and whatnot and playing these shows. But it's like you go to a bar and there's you're, the bar may be packed, but like we, we talked about this a little bit before, like the bar may be packed, but it's like they're not there to watch original music. They're there to just have a beer. And like if you were a cover band, though. It's like, oh shit, like I know that song and all of a sudden people start checking you out and it sucks because it's like people's, you know, people's interest in finding new music is not there anymore. It's, yeah, Everybody man. has what they like and they just listen to that and mm -hmm. that's what they stick with. So yeah. that goes, it, it pretty much sums up my whole entire like synopsis of this whole quarantine thing. Um, I don't even know if it's really quarantine, but um because it's been happening before quarantine, but since how everything, every album since like after 2000 and probably eight or nine has been like streaming. I feel like 2008 was like the, the last like peak. Of like when you went to a store, yeah. bought a physical copy, you know, you got to read the, the band's discography and, and the, you got to watch, you know. Early iTunes where it was still like... It's still the process was still similar how you got your music. Sort of, yeah. I sort mean, of. You, you still bought you bought it essentially, and then you got to have all the art and everything that I came with art. it. But it's like, dude, I, I like I remember when I first got my first CD ever. It was uh, Eminem. Um, it was the one that had uh, what the hell is that one song? Like my name is on oh, yeah. there. What oh, the hell yeah. is that album? My name is. What? Is my that name the, is. Who? I think that's a Slim Shady LP. This is, the, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So that was my first album back in the day. I was like maybe 10 years old. Um, and I don't know how I convinced my parents to ever get me that album. But like the, just the thrill of going to a store and buying the copy and holding that. And then like right above it that it was the vinyl you know, cover of that for like an extra 60 bucks or however much it was. 
And it's just like, that's not, I mean, it's still a thing, but it's not a thing at all. Yeah. Well, I mentioned earlier, my first CD was um, Green Day's American Idiot. And like the same thing. I remember just like opening the liner notes and just like, you read the lyrics, you read the liner notes, you check out. Yeah. You get excited. And that's why me and Ed, we actually talked about this on their show a little bit. Like we, we still like physical media. I still buy vinyl. I still buy video games from GameStop. Yeah. I mean, I have a, I have a whole box. Even with gaming. Yeah. Dude, even with gaming too, Mm -hmm. it's like you could just buy it right over the, but even with games, it's like you see like they put so little effort into the physical release nowadays because nobody really buys it. So it's just like a screenshot of the game or something or like, because I, I miss when I was like eight. You right. get a game. You're on the way home. You're reading the instruction booklet. Yeah. Games don't even come with instruction booklets anymore. No. They haven't did that in like five, six years. But with like CDs, I I still buy CDs. Mm. Like I like I love reading the the who the band things. I love reading the whole like if you like us, check out our friends. And that's right. how I got a lot of my music was because I love Newfound Glory and they were a drive through band. So that's how I found out like Alistair and Starting Line and Early November because oh, they're all yes. record mates like yep. Movie Life and yep. Finch and shit like that. So like that's why I found the bands I liked right? because they were friends with them and that's how I found like Rufio and Alistair and stuff like that. Yeah, so like, it's a shame because like you don't get that personal anymore because I feel like with the album art it's like you see what the band is also trying to portray in a visual form like and I, I talked talk to them about like this like the art of I was called the art of making a track listing. Right. Like but you don't really need that anymore because you just throw like a single or something on Spotify and that's it. That's it. But like I feel like back in the day is like bands will set out to write like okay we're gonna make a banging opener and this closer has got to be an epic song. Right. Now it's just got a collection of good songs, but right. it doesn't really have like a flow that you, you would get anymore. Right. So it's just maybe I'm just an old man young at the clouds, but that's just how I feel about the whole kind of digital world. No man, I mean that's a, I mean you hit it on the head. I mean because that's that's something when when we put together the EP at least from a song sense, like we knew like everything was going to be streaming and, and that that's obviously a given. We're not, you know, going to uh whatever store. What was pressing that? Pressing copies. Or, yeah, like yeah. pressing copies. I forget the the one store, uh, Tunes. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, T, T, me and T have had a few Tunes uh, rabbit holes right. yeah, where yeah, we yeah. come out with, with two bags full of CDs. CDs, yeah. <laughs> we go in the $1 bin yeah. and we're like, dude. I've never even heard of this band, but look at this album cover. <laughs> right, right. I have to exactly, listen to this. Yeah, I've right. already loved this, and I they haven't played one note yet. And I, I love this. We, exactly. Yeah, and and uh, I I definitely have a little bit of a different viewpoint where uh, I I'm like all for it. I think like streaming is probably like it opens the door to a lot of like new different opportunities. But I definitely I I, I do miss the tune strips. I'll say that. It, all right. So on that point, it it opens the door to a lot of many different ways and it's just how can you get creative how can you stay on top of the creativity stand out out is another huge thing but with that also opening a door it's like that saying when one door opens another door or when one door closes another door opens so literally you're closing the door on you know the physical copies and all that i mean that's like just by choice now if like bands choose to make that for their fans you know, now if if you're on a label, obviously you get the whole shebang and whatever yeah. they got for you. But talking about like local artists and and local independent bands, um, <clears throat> you know, if they want, it's at their discretion whether or not they're gonna make a vinyl or, or they're gonna, you know, press copies or or however they're gonna do it. Other than that, I mean, it's just all you know streams, and and you're looking at oh, how many people stream my shit today, dude. It's such a crazy, you know, crazy yeah, thing. Streaming like, has its merits, like it does. Like as a local band, like you, you know, you can you can make something. It's of yourself clutch for or, right you now. You can make something for yourself without being on a label. Like being an unsigned band, you can really do something. 
with your with your you know with your music. Right. Yeah, but the double edged side of that sword is like since everybody's so accessible to make new content and get their stuff out there, it's hard to stand out. Because back back because back in the day, it's like because I know the early November is like. They didn't even have any EPs or anything. They just sent a video to them playing to drive the record, yeah. and they signed them. And it's right. just like, all they had to do was just be good and hope some guy at a record label likes you. And they put you on a tour yep. with Newfound Glory, and I yep. say, you know, you're making a gold album. You're blown up, man. So yeah. it's just like, so it's like hard to kind of really stand out because there's so much material. It's great for like a consumer, but it's hard for a artist, per se. Yeah. Yeah, like that's definitely that's a very good point. I I agree with that. I I was saying this a little bit on on Thursday is yeah, it's definitely harder to stand out because it's so much easier now for for people to you know every anybody can get together you know get a band together make a song or even like you know a lot of single artists you could just do it all by yourself and put it out there and then you don't even really need to spend a whole lot of money. So if everybody's doing it, then that kind of, yeah, it does definitely makes it harder for, like, discoverability. But I guess I am sort of looking at it a little bit from, like, a consumer standpoint because, like, I have heard so many bands through just, like, my Spotify Discover Weekly and just, like, the uh, recommended artist if you like this band and that I would have never, like, listened to otherwise. Right, and yeah. And, like, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying because, like, there's so many bands I listen to in the Discover Weekly that are, like, glorified local bands, right? Like, they might have, like, like a couple thousand plays and something like that. But, like, at, at the end of the day, like, I still, like, I know all these bands and I can, like, play songs from all these bands. And it's I, just, I think it's really cool being able to have all that music right. at your fingertip, like, without needing to spend, like, 10 bucks per CD. Right. You know, that's actually a, a great point though. It's, it's bands that you would never artists that you would never expect in a million years. If you went out to a CD store, you know, wherever, you know, you, you probably wouldn't have picked up their, you know, it maybe not even the whole, the, the whole record, but if you, if it's just that one song, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, now yeah. it's just and now right instead, there. Of, instead of buying a CD and skipping all the tracks to get to your favorite one, you, it's like, well, like you know, it's part of this service that I have now. All, the, the whole album's accessible. It didn't cost me anything extra. Right. I'll check out some of these deeper cuts, and like you find shit you like on there, you know. Right. Yeah, but I also feel like to an extent, it's like if you have access to your favorite song all the time, sometimes it's kind of like well, what's the point of me? Because when you buy something, you want to get your money out of it. So I feel like I'm more inclined to listen That's a good to point all the tracks too, too as well because yeah. like. Like mess, they came out with their new album in like 2018, 2019 or something like that. So I was in like twenty twenty. Yeah, it was yeah recently. Like I don't really check out the songs, but if I bought it, I would be like listening to it multiple, multiple times. And some songs I never would have even like given the time of day I would have listened to. That's just me though, personally. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I definitely get that because that's another thing that we were talking about. Is I feel like now that I have Spotify and I listen to like all my music on Spotify, I feel like I don't really have favorite bands anymore because like before my favorite bands would have been you know Zebrahead. Bowling for Soup, Blink-182. Right. Because, like, they're all bands, like, I know, like, all their albums. I can listen to all the songs on all their albums. But, like, nowadays, like, I feel like I have these songs that'll show up in my Discover Weekly that I'll, I'll listen to and really, really like. But then it'll be the only song, or maybe I'll know, like, another song by those guys, and then that's it. And, like, uh, like the band Just Surrender is a really good example because, like, they have three songs that I love. The songs are called uh, Forgiven, Not Forgotten. Another song is called She Broke My Heart, So I Broke His Jaw. <laughs> and then uh, a third song is called I Can Barely Breathe. And those three songs are really, really good. Like, I love them. But I can't really call Just Surrender one of my favorite bands because those are the only three songs I really like, know by them. Yeah, right. that, that, that's actually, we talked about that. That, that. that was me with Belmont. 
Like I love the like like the shit that we you know, we listen to those guys all the time and like they you know, have like for me it's yeah, like it's overstepping, yeah. Yeah. hollowed out, and pushing daisies are like the three that really they caught few, my. They have a few more. They're, well, they're the three that caught my attention like personally, and then like I go back now. I mean, I go back now and listen to all their stuff, but like again, it comes down to it's like those three are on my playlist on Spotify, but like I can't sit here like and be like you get know, a they're, Belmont they're, tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But like, but like, when I say they're one of my like favorite bands that I'm getting into now, yeah, like, like I could say something like that, you know, or like you showed me, um, what was the one band? Uh, Tiny, Tiny Moving, Moving Parts. Yeah. yeah, they were they were sick. Yeah. And like now because of that, you know, he showed me the one song, and I'm like, dude, this is sick. Now I'm checking them out. But like again, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not they're not on the level of like a blink where it's like I know everything front to back. Right, where yeah. I can sit here and definitively say I've been there from day one that I'm a fan. Yeah, right. like, like I'm a I'm a FCP remix fan, but I'm not really a Fall of Joy yeah. fan, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, um, but but yeah, it comes down to just like it's not even like you. Could, it just comes down to the fact that you're not listening to whole albums anymore. You're just checking out bands through playlists, and you know, it's like the new version of the compilation album that you would get like a Warp Tour, you know, where they you hand out like a free compilation CD. Yeah, it's like that new version of it now. These curated playlists. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a replacement that, to that, you know. With everything, there's good and negatives to every technological advancement. Yeah. Because so I feel like this is great for like a um, for a consumer, but as an actual artist or creator. Oh, it's fantastic for a consumer. But but for a creator and artist, you're really getting like. You gotta up your content. You gotta up your content like, game, your promotion like, game. You could be the most generic pop punk band, and like nobody would. The songs could be good. They can be well produced, catchy hooks, good lyrics. But like, most people aren't gonna remember you. You know what I mean? Like right. back in the day, like I said in '99, some guy likes you. Yeah. Oh, you're touring with Midtown this summer. Great. Right. World tour. You right. know. So it's like, it's easier to get your stuff out there, but it's harder to break through nowadays. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Although I will say, like with everything, there is a trade-off because, like, if you can break through. Like, in the age of streaming, since, you know, bands can do so much more on their own these days where they don't really need a label, if they can break through, like, they're getting, they are getting more money than they would be with a label, because I think I, I remember and you're reading, reading a global audience. Yeah, and I think I remember faster. reading, like, if you're on a label, they take, like, 88% of the cut, mm. which, that, that sucks. Well, I guess, but, yeah. I mean, like, it, make, it makes sense, yeah, because yeah, they, they do yeah. do, like, 88% of the work, like, promoting and distributing and everything, but, like, if you can break through like on Spotify or on Apple Music or whatever, then like and you did it without a label, like you know you're you're getting a hundred percent of that. Yeah, right, right. That's all you. That's yeah. all. Only problem is it takes a lot, a lot, a lot of place to see some money off of these streaming yeah, services. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they don't. They don't really like. It's yeah, not. It's it, it's not like so you're not. It's if you're in it for the. If you're in music business in general for money, you're you're like probably you're, you're in the wrong be, business. Like you're gonna be bands. you're gonna be really really disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, most bands don't even see money money from like their music. They get it from like tours and like merchandise. Tours, merch, merch that, is the big thing. So that's why yeah, you know, if I, mean, I like a band, I try to buy a shirt because me playing a song on Spotify does literally nothing for them. It may give them an extra two cents next month. That's yeah, man. I mean, that's why I'm I'm super itching. I, I'm dude. I'm super ecstatic just about you know throwing this live stream. <laughs> just me saying that is super odd, but throwing this live stream. I can't even say it. This live stream show tonight. I'm super pumped. But it's just a play, you know, and just to know that you know, um, it's not like we're throwing the show. We have you know 
it's it's a festival, but it's just it's like our, but it's like our own production, like we're but it's our own production. Yeah. So and and I'm just pumped to be able to play anytime I get to play like our music, my music, whatever you want to call it, like in front of somebody else, like whether it was just for you guys, if me and Mario plugged in right now and just played some songs, like that is awesome. That's you know, two more people that would That's, have never have heard us before if we had never done that. You know, exactly, dude. So it's. You know, that's what I've been really, you know, that's, I mean, obviously it's been killing everybody, but that's, I've been really chomping at the bit to get back and to play a show. That's, we had a show, uh, it was, I believe it was like two weeks ago now, right? Was it two weeks, Mario, or was it a week ago? The G-Spot. I want to say a week. Let me look it up real quick. It was only last weekend? No way. No, right? It was two weeks. It had to be two weeks. I think it was two weeks. Yeah, because yeah. your dad shares ago. it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> it, no, if yeah, you guys was, uh, are missing any updates, just yeah. refer to my dad's Facebook page and he will fill No, yeah, it was, it, was, yeah, it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So, um, and that was just an acoustic show, but we had brought the electric kit and everything like that. And, you know, just, just being out and just playing in front of people again. I mean, you know, I, I can't wait to hit that full force, you know, because like you said, for... You know, that's, you know, touring or shows or merch. That's where, you know, bands make their money. That's where local bands, independent bands, that's where their, you know, shit is. So, and it's not even about so much the money. I mean, it is, but it isn't at the same time. Well, it, it's it's like I was saying on Thursday. It's not necessarily the money that you want. It's just you want to be successful. Right, right, right. And that, and that's why I hate that anti-success mindset that right. so many people in the scene have. Right, right, right. Because yeah. it's, it's not just I want to take the money and run. It's, it's right. I want my band to be successful. I want my band, yeah. I want it to be successful. Like, I would be, yeah. I don't even have to go into like what would be like I'm fine with making this much. If someone is willing to pay me to play music, I'm down. Sign me up. You know what I mean? Like exactly. It, it, you know, it doesn't have to be some crazy number. Uh, although it's a bonus, you know, I'm not saying I will deny it, but well, yeah, because it, it's it's the way with anything. If you want to do something full time, you're gonna need money. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, sure. it, it's not a matter of I'm only doing this for the money. It's just a matter of I need this to pay my to, bills. To, right. Yeah, and anybody who has like this anti sellout like mindset, it's either they're either like 16 year old kids or their family's already so so rich they don't need the money. Yeah. Right. Because like, what's what's selling out? What's selling out venues? Selling records? Selling right. you know, CDs? Sell, like, having a yeah. fan base? Having streams and right. like having a huge fan base? Like if that's what's selling out is shit, I'm a sellout. Right. I want to be a sellout. Yeah. I want to be a huge sellout. I'm a sellout. I, I, don't, I don't even sell like out, we, but I like want to be a sellout. We talked about this before. Like I, I would love I to be a one-hit wonder. Like yeah. people shit on one-hit wonders. Why? You have a hit song. Yeah, I'd rather be a has been than a never been. Yeah, and like you can make Facts. and like and like people go back to hear that one hit and they go back and check out your back catalog, and they're like shit, you got some good stuff in here, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I guess I'm sure there's people that would call us a sellout because we uh, we we ran into some uh, I guess legal issues with our with our band name. How so, so all right, so in like 2000 like 17 early 2018, our our band name was. Ledger. Yes. And uh, and mid-2018, uh, another Ledger contacted us with, like, a lawyer saying, like, uh, hey, we... Uh, we want to be the only Ledger. We want to be the only Ledger. type thing. Yeah, so, yeah. so we're going to... They didn't, like, threaten to sue or anything, but, I mean... But 
they they went and got themselves a lawyer. So my the logical next step would probably be to try and sue us. So they were like, yeah, we'll we'll give you this amount of money if you uh, change your name to something else. And we were like, I mean, we're we're not married to the name Ledger, so right? I so mean, we don't have those. Yeah, so we became at that point we became Storyline. We weren't Knockout Kings yet. That came later down the road. Oh, I but, like uh, that name, Storyline. Yeah, so we I remember we we just kind of did like a we did like a, a group vote type thing. We just put a couple names up and then the band voted on what I did an name Instagram they uh, an Instagram story poll. Yeah, I, funny, funny enough, I actually because I came up with the name Storyline, but funny enough, I actually liked the other name the that we came out. up with. Yeah, uh, yeah the well, I was out. thinking of the one you came up with. Try again. Oh well, I also came up with the call out, which is a hit the lights reference. I actually had made up a name called the call out before too. Hey, you want to? Hey, I pay money. Pay us money, we'll give you your you name. You can back. have it, man. That's no, my intellectual property. It, 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 it's oh man, uh, uh, <laughs> but um, no, nah, it's just this. Uh, yeah, I'm just th- just freaking thinking. Um, there's always like, there's always I feel like in the genre of this genre specifically. There's always, you know, a band name that's going to float through one of your band members' head named the call out. But um yeah, I, I don't know why cuz I've had that like in like three different projects now. Or even like call out. right before, you know, you came back and like win by 2 was like brought back. Like we were going to be called the off chance. Were we? Well, I I mean <laughs> the, the project that me Nick and Alex were working on before you before you came home. I, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the off chance. All right, hold that because I want to fin- I want to hear the rest of what you guys had. So right before you guys were what you are now, you were the call out or no? No, no, no. We, we were storyline. Story yeah, storyline gotcha. won the poll. Won the um, poll. and yeah, I'm just saying like there's probably people that would think we're sellouts because we didn't stand our ground and we changed our name, but like right, we we weren't attached to the name and we could say we've technically made money off of our music now because of that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't from people buying our albums or listening to our music, but <laughs> we still technically but you made, made money off of, yeah, it's money we would not have made if we weren't in this band together. Yeah. It's right. Like three seventy five a pop per person. Hey, yeah, exactly. Dude, that's like a, a, a freaking healthy ass meal at McDonald's right there. Oh no, 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 no. We're talking like 375. Oh, 375? Yeah. Oh, even better. I bought a shit ton of video games and Braves t-shirts. Hell yeah. This was a good recording, but everybody that's fucking... Sick. Yo, they per person. That's what they gave you to yeah, drop the name. Yeah, like fifteen hundred for all together. We split it like four ways. Whatever four ways of fifteen hundred is. I think it's like three seventy five. Yeah. That is, we were fucking gonna, awesome. We were gonna spend it on uh, recording and then shoot a music video. Yeah, like, that's then, what I would have done. Then yeah. that's kind of when we kind of were dealing with the drama within. Right, like it's not right, so much right. drama, just people not really answering their phones or yeah. like certain people, such as people not liking me. Yeah, that that's true. Our 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 one guitarist definitely. Well, I say one. We only had one guitarist, but definitely did not like Ed <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> that's always a problem. Yeah, I, I didn't do anything. Well, we okay. like Ed, so it's well, okay. We like Ed, and, and that <laughs> fucked me up for like two years because I was scared to be myself around people because I'm thinking like, I don't want people to try to beat me up for no reason. Right. I don't know what I did. Right. <laughs> I refuse to apologize because I still think I did nothing wrong. It's just a classic. Well, this, well, this this is a safe space, so it's okay. Yeah. It's yeah well, space. you know, sometimes you get <laughs> triggered. But... Triggered. Um. So we. So we were going to be called the off chance. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, interested in this. Yeah. Thing. So like. Um. Again, this. Okay. So how how this whole dude the whole thing with like our band like coming together was literally a perfect storm. So, okay, me me and Nick wanted to do a cover band, just doing pop punk covers, maybe go play bar gigs or whatever, and just make a little money on the side. And. 
you know, we had a couple guys, one guy on bass, another guy on vocals, didn't really work out. Was this the original, um, is this the time when uh, the original, the, I'm going to leave the first word out because, well, I guess I could say it because it's not going to be released. The off song, the Blunk off song. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that song? And you guys recorded it live and were we were yes, you working yes, it now? Yes, that's what that's from. So okay. exactly. So okay. so we so So it was all so those that guys. actually it actually literally came from that song. So we were gonna do covers mm-hmm. and Nick was like, Well listen, dude, like why don't why don't we write one original? And that was the one. Um and then, you know, he goes, you know, my boy Alex is a good singer, like, you know, introduced me to him. We, they were coming over to my house and we were rehearsing and writing stuff. And like I said, a lot of the songs that Nick had presented to me were actually ended up making their way to the EP. And then we were going to be called the off chance. We came up with the name. Well, originally we were going to be night shift. That was the original name right. of the project. I remember it was that. night shift. Yeah. I remember night shift. Yeah, it was night shift. And then we were like, eh, you know, I, I came up with the name. It was just like, eh, you know, it's okay, but like, let's keep thinking. And then I forget, I forget if it was Nick or Alex came up with the off chance and the logo was like the, the logo from the office. But like the off chance, and he was gonna make it. We we're gonna make merch, and that was gonna be the T-shirt design, and it just never happened. And then, you know, one thing led to another. You came home, and then they were like, "Listen, like these guys were in a project before. There's some great material. They want to bring it back. Let's just bring the whole project back. You know, revamp the whole band and like make it like a new thing. And now, now here we are." I said you should have gone with the off chance. Did the the office shirts and tried to get your three seventy five a person. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you get way more than that, man. <laughs> yeah, right. From the office, I, I don't know. I think something that well, big, they probably just get a cease and desist. They would, yeah. yeah, they would. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because that's uh, yeah, that's kind of how that worked out. That's crazy, man. I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that was like, I mean, I have videos on my phone from like probably December, like right before I went on vacation. Like I went to Disney World for a week, and like right before that, we were like in the basement jamming shit, and like. Yeah, a lot of the songs ended up like we 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 were jamming sections from the '90s song and like um, time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those all those songs ended up being on the EP. That's we're crazy. like we're like originated like Nick had these ideas and was we were like you know brought them to fruition. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's it's crazy. It was like it, and everything from then on just clicked. Yeah, like all of us just clicked, and now here we are. Like I said, yeah, it's crazy to 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 think back on what was and you know all before and everything like that i mean i haven't even been home from cali a year yet like as we speak today um so it's just crazy the 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 growth and development um you know i'm very i mean dude i've been on here a bunch of times saying like i'm optimistic for you know local artists and 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 the local scene which i still am i do hold out a lot of hope especially from what i'm seeing today and yesterday, um, with the live streaming and everything like that, like a lot of bands, you know, they, they went on there, they killed it. And I feel like that's a, a different creative way where people, you know, if you have a promoter who's willing to do that, you know what I'm saying? Throw, let, let's say they get, you know, and this is something I'm thinking about too. So I'll just openly say it. But um, so th- if we can get like us and like, three or four other projects either we all come here or more than that however many people want to play but it's just about staying creative so um 
it's like they can either all come here we can either like switch after we're done playing each instrument but everything will be mic'd and everyone you know what i'm saying and then throw a show on a friday night and that's just for now how people might have to you know watch or go to a show yeah essentially but um or i mean they we can play with a band from california they can be in california tune in on the live stream set up a watch party you know what i mean and boom, there's there's your Friday night it, it, with some music, you know. So, I remember I was trying to set up something similar about this time last year. I was trying to, I mean, this wasn't for like lockdown. This was more just like I was trying to set up a, a, a local show at um, my buddy's my buddy's basement because he, he was moving out and he 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 said he didn't really give a crap. He said just just buy me beer and I'll let you use it. <laughs> so. Uh, so we had that sold <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, we were trying to get this uh, local show set up, and we we had a few bands. I remember I, I talked to him, and uh, we were gonna get. Uh, I think back then you were still night shift, so we were gonna get uh, like him to play. We had a yeah. few bands yeah, lined I, up. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, uh, it just, it uh, timing didn't really work out because that's when we were still kind of like down two members and still trying to like figure stuff. I out. think that was gonna be on Twitch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. We, we were gonna I call you, it. We were gonna pitch that to me before. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I remember we were gonna call it Twitch House Party. That was gonna be the name of the show. Sick. Yeah, and it was just gonna be like a big local show for like three, four hours, and right. the whole thing. I was gonna stream the whole thing to Twitch. I mean, it would have been off a phone. It wouldn't have been like a nice setup or anything, but it would have been like something. Something, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, what you saying? No, no, no. I was just saying. Uh, I was just saying real quick, like what what you were saying. Like that sounds like an amazing idea. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it, and it's just like, why not? You know, you know, it's like people right now. Obviously, they can't. You can't get out to a show. I mean, you can go to like I. I have been to a cover show. Uh, it was all outdoors. The tables were like my table would be here. Next table would be like over, like by the drum. No, not maybe by the drums. Maybe by that like uh, that chair right there, where the dogs at, right next to Mario. We'll see if we get the camera on it. Yeah. Right there. That chair. Yep. So, like, that's how, like, spaced out the tables were. And, um, but you had to be seated. You couldn't stand. You couldn't dance. You couldn't do all this and that. So, I'd rather, I feel like it would almost be better to just do a live stream show. You, you're in your own room or house or wherever you're at. Get it, get with a bunch of friends. At that point, what's the difference, you know? Right. And yeah. then, you know, even, I know there's some out social media outlets that let, people come into the uh the the watch party with you right so like you can all be watching together and i don't know man it's, it's just something to stay creative and stay ahead of the curve so yeah like it it, it it sounds good but like even like outside of lockdown i think like you said it is something kind of creative because i feel like i mean obviously i know a lot of more bands are looking into streaming because they can't do live shows but like there really wasn't a super big market for that, like pre-lockdown. So like, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think just getting like into that in general and maybe sticking with it after the world opens up, that that would be a way to stand out in itself. Well, yeah, man. And and so I've been going back and forth in, in my head about this. It's like, all right, right now, it's the time to obviously be streaming and all that. Like that, it's just what it is. But, you know, let's say, because me and Mario, we've talked about this, but... By like March, we're thinking next March, 2021, shows come back. Then what happens to live streaming or you know all this shit? Does it go to the wayside or does it does it stay you know uh, ahead? You know, I I mean I don't have a crystal ball unfortunately. I don't know if any of you guys do. 
I don't know. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? No, you're psychic? Anybody? No. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. So, <laughs> yeah. So, think. we don't know what that's going to look like. So, that's just something I've been going back in my head, back and forth with is like, you know, what just what to do and and how to navigate through it because this is unprecedented times and it's just like we've never had to deal with this as people and as you know entertainers musicians podcast whoever you are you know what i mean we none of us have ever had to go through this shit so it's just you know staying creative and, and just staying ahead of you know can't be behind you know l- luckily i i had was fortunate enough to set all this up right when everything happened so um but like I said, I've owned studios in the past, so it wasn't kind of like hard to. This was all kind of hard to get going, though. I'm not gonna lie, but um, yeah, man. I don't know. Um, what's uh, what what do you guys got planned for like the next three months? If you can map out your next, what's it? What, what's today's date? August the eighth. Yeah. Yeah. Today's yeah. August eighth, so we got what November eighth. So in about three months, what do you guys got mapped out? So, well, I think the first thing we want to do is we definitely want to try and complete Knockout Kings, get the, the rest of the members in and, like, try and uh, write some music and maybe uh, release a few songs to Spotify, maybe an EP, maybe just singles. But mm-hmm. I'd like to try and get something out there in the next three months. In the meantime, I'd still like to keep the podcast going and everything. For sure. So I think yeah. that would be my plan for the next three months. Nice. Nice, man. Yeah. Definitely stick to that. I'm, well, I want to hear a, a, after we're, we're done this. Uh, I definitely want to check some shit out from you guys. Well, thank you. Yeah, man. How about wh- how about you? Uh, Anything my, different or with like my life in general, or just like my art. Your your yeah your artistic side. Well, like pretty much just to kind of be a broken record. I want to find a full band. Now I also got some other. Like I want to like you know start releasing music that's like heartfelt to me mm-hmm. before I sell out. Yeah, because gotta love the honesty. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. I got a lot of things I want to get off my chest from the last year and a half of just being a grown up. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of youth and older people. I mean, this is not a therapy session, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No. But you know, exactly. you know, I'm you know, he's struggling with the whole kind of growing up thing and working forty hours a week. So it's really Absolutely. brought me down. And T's Pisces. You know, I really, I'm really way more antisocial. I'm not really outgoing doing things. Yeah, the music tough, is the man. therapy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm planning on trying to like get myself because as soon as like we, I finally got the motivation to do art again and make music and like be my old self, mm. fucking Corona happened. Yeah. So I just went back to like, I still work 40 hours a week, but I can't go to a baseball game. I can't go out to a buffet. I can't, can't do anything fun, but I'm still working 40 hours a week. So it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I definitely feel like I was pushing him a little too hard last year because I remember he was like in his big funk and I'm sitting I'm like yo come on let's, let's get this shit going let's get the ball rolling right and uh, I do apologize for oh, that it's all good man I don't blame you man I would be pissed off too but you know it's just life happens you know what I mean like you yeah. know it's just sometimes you know growing up is a pit of a hard thing to do for people yeah man it's uh, everyone deals with it differently um, you know I've sure have had my ups and downs it's uh yeah, you know, so, I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to give such a personal no, it's but, thing, but that's essentially my goal is to yeah. try to get like back into like get my heart and the energy because you work forty hours a week and I'm just tired. Right. Like right. you just you, you don't want to you just want to go home, go watch YouTube, play a couple of video games, and that's it. So it's hard to like really get going, but I'm trying to like you know really push myself forward with the songwriting. I'm writing more music. I got a new bass amp to kind of you know spur me back into passion because for the longest time I didn't even play a bass for like six months. Right. So, like, it was really difficult to, like, get going again. But, you know, I'm really trying to, like, I bought Rocksmith again to kind of, because we're, since we're talking about Yeah, podcast, yeah, we mentioned Rocksmith. Literally, as soon as we're talking about it, I was on Amazon ordering it. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's a cool tool. Like, yes. my, my friend Sean has it. He, he just got a five-string bass, and, like, 
he's been playing for a month and a half. And I mean, he, we were playing like, ah, uh, we were playing, we, he was playing like Through the Fire and Flames by Dragon Force. And like, oh shit, he's playing shit that like, you know, takes people years to learn. He's getting the crux of it already. And he's been playing for a month and a half. Like, yes, I bought Rocksmith to kind of really get my skills and, back. Yeah. And, it, and, it's, and it's cool. Cause it's, it's a, it's a way to reach people on a platform. Like if you're, so if you like video games, like if you're a gamer and you want to get into music or if you want to, you know, if you're already a musician, you want to brush up, like, um, it's a great tool cause it, 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 it speaks to you as in it's, it's using, you know, your, you know, your, like, you know, your love for video games. It's, it's using that medium to reach you and yeah. it's, it's resonating with you. Yeah. you know? and, like, and on top of that, it like adapts with you. Like if you're, if you're already like, uh, if you're already like an expert guitarist yeah, and, you're, like, you're, and it, it's noticing you're hitting like every single note it's throwing your way, it's going to start throwing some more notes and then you'll be playing the actual like tab for it. Next thing you know, you're playing Point. chord shapes, you're playing yeah. these little runs and scales and yeah, stuff. Exactly. And it's like, it's, it's, it's cool. It, 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 and it has like a lot of like lesson modes and there's like, yeah. there's like party games that teach you different techniques of like how to, yeah. But then, if if you're like me, and then you're missing all the notes, and like you know, it sounds like it'll 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 kind of like dial right, it back a exactly. little bit, and then you'll be playing a more simplified version of the song, so right. you can kind of get the hang of it. Right, right. But yeah, it's 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 cool. Like it's fascinating to watch like someone play that and just be like, wow, like a video game like taught me you know, how to play an it. instrument. Like yeah, I mean, I've been playing guitar since I was 13, and I was playing it. and I'm like, shit, there's a lot of shit I still have to learn. Right, yeah, man. Well, I mean, just just to, what you were saying though, it's because I I deal with that a lot too, bro. It's like after you get home from work, it's like you don't want to do anything, and uh, it's just doing something will get you out of that you know headspace. That's what yeah. I found worked for me. Is yeah, so that's, that's why, why I'm doing this. That's why I'm in a band. That's why I do thirty million other things. Yeah, you know? that's why I agreed to the podcast in the first. Or something. Well, I literally got nothing to do when I get home. So. Sure, yeah, I'll do the podcast. Exactly. And I actually enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, Before man. that, it was just more, you know, I guess I'll do it. I mean, I nothing else better to do. Yeah, it's just, you know, just fucking do it, man. It's yeah, like, now he texts me. On? He's like, yo, what's on the uh, outline for this week? Yeah, yeah that's dope. I brush up on my topic so I can, you know, be more knowledgeable and have a better podcast. <laughs> so that's dope, fellas. Um, this is about to be record time, two hours. Um, yeah, this might be the longest one yet, right? This is the longest cool. one, officially. Oh, snap. So, yeah, awesome. Long. Yeah, yeah, I've been... Yeah, it seems two hours seems to be the sweet spot with these guys. Yeah, yeah. sick. Yeah. That was what we so, did last time. You guys could check out the Pop Punk Podcast on Discord, on YouTube. Uh, you guys record Thursdays, and then you drop them, I want to say, Saturdays? Uh, Tuesdays. Tuesdays, Tuesdays at yeah. noon. Yeah, so, so you, we, yeah, we stream it live on Thursdays at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. And then, yeah, on Tuesdays at noon, we upload them to the YouTube channel. Sick, sick. And we're anxious to hear some music from you guys, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna hold you to to that. Yeah, I got some stuff ready. Yeah, well, stay tuned, cause uh, sooner rather than later, we'll be getting something out there. Yeah, man, I can't wait to hear it too. Yeah, sick. So you know, sick, man. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, you know, like I said, check these guys out, YouTube, Twitch, um, and like I said, check out Anchor too. You'll get it out everywhere. You know what I mean? So oh, I will be it's a nice sponsor right there. Even though it's okay. not a sponsor. All right, John, I'll see you tonight. Mario, I'll see you right, on Tuesday. I'll see you. I'll see you guys. Peace.